why would you want to listen to two old guys yelling at clouds? And the worst thing, one of them is a fucking Swifty. Anyways, if you're still listening, here's Adam and Steven. Yes, welcome out to it. This is the Old Man Who Yellow Clouds podcast, and we get together to talk about the things that matter to us. We are episode number 107. It is June 11th. It is around noonish. We are podcasting live from Vancouver, British Columbia. My name is Adam, and of course, I'd like to introduce my bearded co-host. Hello, Stephen. Hello, Adam. How are you? I'm okay. We'll get into that. But okay. uh, before we do, you can uh, support our podcast by hitting our website, oldmanwhoyelloclouds.com. And if you want to help donate, uh, send us a couple um, pesos. We could use a couple pesos. I do enjoy pesos. Um, you reposted that it was our kofifi, kafafi, kofi. <laughs> coffee. Kofi. What's that? Coffee. coffee. Our coffee link. We, we're a year doing that. Yeah. And I think we've gotten two coffees out of that. I, I hate to admit this, but I think we only have one. Sorry, we've only gotten one coffee out of that. That's because you, uh, you people out there aren't supporting us. So please hit website, uh, oldmanhoyellowclouds.com, and uh, help us buy some coffees and to pay some new gear because uh, that's what we need to do around here. Well, uh, so we usually yeah, start. Oh, yeah. go for it. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah, but, but I have this new Wave, uh, this uh, new Elgato Wavelink microphone, or Wave 3 microphone. Uh, I bought a. Um, a spit, uh, a spit thing for it. Uh, what, are, what are they called? A uh, windscreen? Uh, what are they called? A Fox pop guard. A pop guard. Yeah, that's it. Pop filter. Pop. See, pop, I don't. Pop, use, pop. I'm not. I'm not using that for my uh, Elgato. Uh, uh, it's just because of my professional radio ooh, voice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, and, and but I got this arm too. This um, the um, I don't even know what fucking t- things are called today because my brain is fried, man. But uh, oh, that's anyways, okay. It's a boom arm. I've got a boom arm here now too, and like, and that's on top of everything else that we've done and paid for, and Zoom subscriptions and other hardware and shit like that, other software and stuff like that. So hey, we're having fun, but this stuff, stuff does cost uh, cost some money. Well, you know, we're not looking to make any big cash or anything like that. But hey, to 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 continue to do this and entertain people. Uh, we love it, but it does cost money. So, yeah, please help us out. It's true. Uh, what type of boom arm did you get? Hey, I'm I'm sold on this, uh, the Elgato brand, man, because it's, yeah. Oh, so look it's, at you uh, go. Well, yeah, so I've got the stream deck. I've got the boom arm. I've got the microphone now. Uh, hey, I, I guess we need some lights and green screen. That would be the next uh, next little project if we decide to go video, eh? So the only thing I don't have that's Elgato. So I'm using the Stream Deck. I'm using the Face Cam. I'm using the microphone, but I'm using a Rode boom arm. Okay. So that's what I'm using. Rode's a popular uh, way name, better so, than yeah. Oh yeah, and it's way better than that fucking piece of shit blue Yeti microphone that I was using and boom arm I was using. Yeah. Although it was pretty cool. It would look cooler if I had the right setup for it. You got to find the shit that works for your setup, and for me, this works best for me. Yeah, I'm, I've been enjoying this stuff, and you know, again, pl- I'm I'm playing around with it at home, but it's uh, helping me for work too because we've got a stream deck at work. Uh, I think we're going to be getting into some podcasting, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Uh, oh, nice. Um, yeah, so it's just it's just fun to mess around with this at home and uh, get just get some good experience overall. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. Um, so let's talk about what happened to me earlier. I'm yes. just a dumbass, and it's not really exciting. Yes, but uh, <laughs> I, I woke up at this. So uh, we usually start around noonish. So it's uh, unfortunately it's a work day, I work weekends. So I usually set my alarm and go to bed. Today, last night before I went to bed, I set my alarm. 
I set it for 11 p.m. instead of 11 a.m. Oh, fuck, man. So I literally, I woke up. I'm like, where the fuck am I? And then I'm just like, oh, shit, I went home. And then I messaged you at quarter to 12. Something I was like, like I got to I, I gotta go. I'm sorry, I'm running late. So I, lit- I got up. I loaded your prep onto my phone. I ordered my coffee. I went to Starbucks to get my coffee. While I was waiting for it, I was reading all your prep. Then I sent your songs to my scar tear stereo as I was driving back. So I listened to all your music, awesome. clicked on your links when I got home, and now I'm good to go. So that's it's really not that big of a story, but I just woke up. I'm happy I didn't wake up at 2. Yes, you would have been like, where yeah, the fuck exactly. are you? Yeah, you'd be heading back to work right away. Oh, yeah, it's true. And um, but So I ask you two things now. One, when was the last time you fucked up on your alarm? But you're a morning dude, so it doesn't really yeah. matter to you. No, it doesn't matter to me. I'm, I don't even set my alarm because during the week, um, my, uh, my better half is working. She is, she's usually up by quarter to, um, quarter to six anyways. Yeah. I'm, I'm up. I'm awake typically at like five o'clock. I don't always get up right away. Um, so, so I can't remember the last time I set my alarm clock. Like it's just oh, even, even on weekends... I'm up at like today. I was up at uh, I, don't know, I was up at like five thirty today. <laughs> so yeah, it's 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 kind of fucked up. I don't know why it happens. I'm just on this schedule, I guess. And I just yeah, I wake up at five or five thirty. Sometimes the cats get us up a little bit early because they're fucking looking for food. Uh, yeah, all yeah, they yeah. do is eat and sleep. Um, yeah, I'm not complaining. They're fun to have around. But uh, yeah, so anyways, once in a while they do get us up. But yeah, I'm. I'm up early, and working from home too, right? So, yeah. it's like uh, I'm up early, anyways. But uh, it's not like I'm going anywhere. So I, I, I don't set my alarm clock. Don't need to. No, that's awesome. See, I have to set it every day because I got different things running around every day, and I'll yeah. just sleep because I don't usually go to bed like on a after a work night. I don't. I'm not wind down till about three thirty. It seems like three thirty a.m. is the quickest I can go to bed. But um, this leads me to the next point is. Um, I was up to like 8 a.m. one day watching all the Stranger Things. Oh, so wow. I came home from work and yeah. I just went through it because the show was so good. Like the show just grips you in. Yeah. So did we talk about Stranger Things or, or do we give it a week? Because I was thinking about this on the way home today from coffee. Uh, I don't think a lot of people have seen it yet. So did we do a spoiler talk on it or do we uh, do we give no, it a week or two weeks? No, let's if you want to chat about let's it, just let's, give I, her? I say let's yeah. get into it because we both seen the first part of season four now, which is seven episodes. Yeah. Uh, sec part two, I think comes out. I wrote it down here somewhere. I think it's July first. Uh, I think part yes. two is released. So, and it's the final season. Uh, we we did talk about it briefly because I think I mentioned uh, uh, who did I mention? One of the characters in his uh, how he he was listening to heavy metal uh, to prep for his character and stuff like that. So yes, uh, but I think that's all we discussed. So so it's not Bring bad. It uh, so. I, I've enjoyed all of the episodes. I yeah. like the retro throwback to the kind of the old school. It's not really horror, but it's like old school, maybe thriller maybe is the word for it, with horror elements, because yeah. it's not really a full-on horror movie or show. It's It has elements to it. It's more of a quote-unquote thriller, but it's still fucking awesome. It's still very dark, even though it's yeah. maybe not a true horror uh, TV series. It's, it's, it is pretty dark, and... Uh, but I've been enjoying it as well. Uh, the uh, so there's four seasons, technically five because season four is split into two parts, which is what the kids are doing these days to get more viewers. Uh, it's strictly on Netflix, so it's a Netflix-owned property, which is one of their few long or best standing properties that they have right now. And Netflix is going through it. If you read about it in the news, 
But as a show itself, the arc for most of the characters moving on from seasons one, they all have their own character arc, seasons one, two, three, and now four. But it's just cool because it was set in the 80s, and it's cool to see how young the kids were in season one to see how old they are now in season four. Um, but yeah, it's it's a pretty much about this. How do you how do you sum it up? It's about this secret underground world called the Upside Ground that makes its way into the actual real human world. Is that pretty much about it? I, I guess in one sentence that probably sums yeah. it up. But obviously, there's lots of other things going on, and there's uh, some fucking dirty Russians thrown in there, and uh, governmental uh, conspiracies. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, but there's lots going on for sure, and like you said, you know, there's some different focuses on on the characters at times, and. Um, uh, it, lots happening. You have to pay attention. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm a big fan of it. And uh, so, if you're if you're fast forwarding to season four, I think season four right now is the greatest, best season that they've done so far, which is staying a lot because it's cool and how they've built on characters and stuff. Yeah. And I do like the fact that it's each episode now is about an hour and twenty minutes instead of your standard twenty three or forty two minutes, whatever it's going to be. So. I'm I'm quite enjoying the character development, the plots, situations, and the twists and stuff that they have going on. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about episode four. Episode four is when that redhead lady, the little girl, uh, Maddie, Ma- Maddie May, uh, whatever, the um, she's in. She gets caught into this new underground world called the Upside Down. Yeah, it's Max. And she has. It's Max. Yeah, Max. Yeah. Max. Yeah, yeah, Max. She has to get. Um, She's being almost possessed by this new demon, but she has to listen to her favorite song. And her favorite song is uh, Kate Bush running up the hill. And, you know, that was a great song back when it came out, but it's got this new life now because of that show. And that song fits so well with that scene. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. And I just, that, it's such a standout moment for me because it's brilliantly acted. The special effects are awesome. And it's just, it is. It just blew my mind when I watched it. Then I had to go listen to uh, Kate Hill running up the hill, or Kate Bush running up the hill again. <laughs> what a song. And now there's um, orchestra, orchestral, orchestra versions of that song out now because of Stranger Things. Oh, is there? So there's okay. a bunch, because at the very end of the credits, when the credits are rolling after they, spoiler, save her, um, there's all these credits and stuff rolling, and it's playing in the background. Oh, I'm like, yeah, fuck, that's yeah, cool. Yeah. So I looked that up, and there's an orchestra version of that now. So, fuck, yeah, okay. that's really good. But, yeah, all in all, it's the first part one is about seven and a half hours long. Worth the watch. Fucking great show. I'm a big fan about it, or uh, of it, just because of just everything. The 80s nostalgia. And I wasn't actually there. Like, I, I was born in 84, 82. 84, 82. I was born in 82. <laughs> so I don't, sure? like, I don't really remember it. I remember Neon Signs. I remember a little bit of Expo 86, um, but I don't remember much else. Uh, so I wasn't really born for, the, for that period. But yeah. for you going back and watching this stuff, was it, did they do a pretty bang on job? Was it pretty good or are, did they fuck up some shit? What's, uh, how's the presentation for the show? Does it represent the 80s? Well, I think it does. Actually, I think it does quite well. And uh, just the... Um yeah, just all the things, all the different things going on, obviously some of the music and that sort of thing. And just, just the whole attitude, I guess, of some of the characters. And, you know, I was, I was, had already graduated, I guess, by the time that this show was set in the eighties. So, yeah. um, 
you know, so I wasn't a kid like these kids are. Like, in when was this set? Like eighty six or it was somewhere in the mid eighties. Yeah, eighty six. Right? So, yeah, I mean, so I was, or maybe eighty four. Yeah. I don't. I have no idea. So I was older maybe already, probably. but um, but still, you know, I think it's it's kind of it's kind of bang on, you know, and it's just and it focuses on like some of the, um, you know, kids in school and not how they're in gangs, but the you know the jocks against the fucking. Uh, brains and some of the gamers and stuff like in this case it's Dungeons and Dragons and uh, just just all of yeah. that is just so true and spot on I, I mean I know stuff like that still happens uh, in school but still it's just um, yeah it's it's just it, it is funny to watch and it just kind of makes me think back to you know when I was younger and in school and and uh, and stuff like that so no, I think it's I think it's pretty good, and maybe that's why it kind of resonates with me in a lot of ways. So, um, yeah, you know, just because I was old enough at that time to really know what was going on or understand what was going on, right? So, no, yeah. that's cool. And I was reading some interviews about with some of the cast members and stuff. You know, watching all the spoiler talk and shit now, and um, they said they had to find old school working helicopters to represent the 80s because they couldn't use any of the new stuff because they wanted to keep it historiaculate. So they had to rent out helicopters and stuff that would cost like $40,000 for a rental to make the scene authentic. And, you know, you think about those little details for a helicopter when they could have easily CGI'd it, but it's actually the actual helicopter flying around. I think like shit like that's the icing on the cake that gives it the extra pizzazz to make the show just as awesome as it is well just just more authentic for sure yeah uh, yeah i think that's really important and you kind of wonder i mean a lot of shows are set in the in the earlier times and yeah and, and it just does make you think like how much of that is real like like the, when it comes to sets and costumes and i mean how much does it cost to to really um uh, really kind of change things and make it look make you know make it look real i guess so yeah it's it's got to cost a lot of money and obviously you've got a really you've got some really good and talented you know people involved and you know they they know what they're doing they do their research and it takes money so uh but yeah good they did a great job for sure yeah i'm a fan and we recommend it it's it's awesome um yeah i can't say enough good things about it yeah but the worst shittiest part about it is that netflix has always dropped from since they launched, they would just drop the season. So the full season, you can watch all eight or ten episodes, whatever it is. But this is one of the first times they've split it into two sections. Yeah. So there's Stranger Things season four, part one, which we just talked about. And then part two comes out July 1st, I think it is. Uh, yes. Is that right? Yeah, July 1st? July 1st. Yeah, correct. So that's going to be... So, I mean, it's the full whatever season it's going to be. But uh, I just wish they blew their load and dropped it all at once because <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh but yeah, they, it's, I see what they're doing. But for sure, but it's not only Netflix now doing it. A lot of them a lot of other uh TV shows are kind of following suit. And actually I think the first one that I know of that did this was Ozark. So Ozark, you know, again, seasons recently these types of TV series have been like between 8 and 10 uh, 10 episodes long per season. Yeah. Um so, so whatever what they're doing now is like with Ozark, they did the same thing. They released seven episodes all at once. Um, Took a break of three or four months or something like that. Uh, And then bang, the part two is released with another seven episodes. So yeah, 14 episodes in a season now. And so there's Ozark now, stranger things. The other one that's doing that is better call Saul. Uh, Okay. Better call Saul 
didn't dump all at once. It was still a regular weekly series. Um, but in part one of this latest season, which is season six, it's, you know, they, they over seven weeks, they released seven episodes. Now yeah. there's, now there's a break again. And now part two is out. Uh, I wrote that down as well. Um, part two is out July 11th and, and part two is only six episodes. I don't know why there's one short of these other ones, but whatever. Um, so it's the same thing. So is this the yeah. new norm now? Is this what a lot of the other, you know, you know, companies are going to start doing? It depends on content. It depends on the show and all that kind of stuff, right? But it just seems like it's just the way the direction things are going. It's kind of interesting. Do you like it as parts or so chunks of season? So Stranger Things dropped like seven episodes for a chunk of a season, whereas like a Disney Plus show releases an episode every week. So to get the full season, you would have to, you know, watch it's, you know, if there's eight episodes, you have to subscribe for it for, you know, two months to get all eight episodes, whatever it is, because yeah. it's weekly. Yeah. So do we do you like the idea of them dropping just a full season at once and then waiting a month and then dropping another season? Or do you like the idea of constantly getting new content every week? Uh, I don't mind the break as long as it's not too long, I guess. Yeah. Like typically if you wait from season to season, you're waiting a full year, right? And that's just too long. Yeah, and true. in this case, it's not that long at all. It's maybe a couple months. So it's not, I don't, I guess it's not so bad. I, I don't mind it. The thing is, um, we're, for us personally, we're so far behind on some shows anyways, that even if it is like Better Call Saul, uh, yeah. we, we, we actually just started watching it after that seventh episode was released and we and okay. we we actually blew through part one and like i don't know if you want to well we don't there's not much to talk about but other yeah, than yeah. To, other than to say better call saul is just a fucking crazy show as well and if yeah and if you haven't seen um these these seven episodes of this of season six part one of season six then check it out because uh this is the also the final this is the series finale for that show because of course um, Breaking Bad kicks off, I guess, after, you know, after this run of Better Call Saul. Yeah. Um, and, and and they actually have a lot to tie up in these last six episodes once they are released. Um, but it's a crazy show, man. And it's just the way the way episode seven ended, like, holy fuck. It's just, yeah, I, I just, I didn't believe that. I didn't know that was coming, so just pretty wild so i like I'm that. behind on that series i yeah. love breaking bad i think breaking bad could be one of the greatest tv shows ever made yeah uh i haven't watched sopranos yet apparently sopranos is supposed to be pretty awesome have you watched the sopranos do you remember watching no, the sopranos? you know i don't know that we gave it a fair um it's a, a, like a fair like we didn't give it a chance uh because i remember we started watching it uh Obviously, that show has been over and done for a long time, and, and we yeah. eventually tried to get into it. I think we watched a small number of episodes, like just the first couple, and I don't know. I, it just didn't seem to be... It didn't hook us. And um, again, maybe it's we just didn't give it enough time. It's something I would eventually like to get into and watch. I mean, because everybody says it's, like you said, like it's well, one of the best shows ever. Yeah, so. it's the greatest. And so, I'm like that... And I'm a, I'm a big fantasy demons, dungeons, and dragons person. I still haven't made it through Game of Thrones. 
everyone's like, Game of Thrones is fucking awesome, except season seven. Leave that one out. But yeah. <laughs> everyone's like, Game of Thrones, watch Game of Thrones. I can't make it past season two. So I've watched, well, it's, I'm on season, technically season three. So I've watched seasons one and two, fell off the boat, then went back for it. Seasons, then I watched seasons one, two, and three, then fell off the boat. Yeah. So I am, I haven't fucking watched that show, and that's supposed to be mind numbing or mind boggling. So I haven't been able to watch, make it through that yet. And I don't know what it is. I don't know. I think there's too much shit going on, or I've had shit going on in my life. I might give it one more chance, but uh, did you make it through Game of Thrones or no? Not at all. You know what? Those, yeah. those fantasy medieval type shows, for the most part, I don't give a shit about. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't. I, I, it's it's just not my thing. I know there there's some you know good movies out there, um, you know look look at Lord of the Rings. I guess uh, yeah, exactly, I don't know if it's yeah. it's a fair comparison, but I mean I I did enjoy Lord of the Rings. So yeah, um, but for whatever reason I just can't. I I may start watching it at some points. So I don't know, but it's just not my thing. It really yeah. isn't. And there's too many other no, shows that I that I am interested in that uh, that I haven't even started yet so um who knows someday it's not my thing it's true uh yeah and like i said i, I get it and plus there's so many shows like uh, you got me on killing eve and i still haven't watched the last season of killing no, Eve yet no we haven't either so there's some more catching up to do i know it's just there's so much shit to do so little time exactly um, you found an article about Beavis and Butthead coming back. <laughs> yes. And man, that's such a, I love that show. You know, that's, that was, uh, that was prime dope smoking days for myself. <laughs> and I remember watching those shows and just the stupid comedy of it. But them, you know, like the little stories that they would have in between them critiquing music videos. And, uh, I'm happy it's coming back or remastered. Uh, whatever they're doing with it. And they're coming out with all new content, which is, I think, fantastic as well. And apparently they're coming out with two new movies. Yeah, there's one for sure called... Yeah. Uh, shit. Oh, Beavis and Butthead do the universe. I, that's uh, streaming, or that's out June 23rd, so in a couple of weeks. Um, that's, that's awesome. The remastered episodes are out... Uh, well, I think they're out the same day. They're being, yeah, they're so being released on Paramount+. Plus. So that's that's the really cool thing about it is that they are, are including the music videos, which I think is a really big part of the show. Um, yeah. And just and you know and just them kind of goofing off and making some funny things or saying some weird shit about what's going on in the in the music videos and uh, the, the the thing with that is they like Beavis and Butthead released episodes on DVD, but I don't think they contained those music videos. They were cut out. I think there was a licensing issue and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. So what they they must have gotten some sort of agreements now, I guess, uh, or renewed an agreement or whatever it is. So it's really awesome that they are including it because, um, yeah, like I said, it's like a, that it's made a big the part show. Of it. it did, yeah, it yeah. did for sure. Lots of cool, you know, musics of music of all genres and stuff like that, but obviously lots of metal and stuff like that. Of course, yeah, Beavis and Butthead are metalheads and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so that yeah, it's um, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I've, I think I've seen a lot of those episodes, if not, if not all of them, somewhere along the way. Uh, yeah. But I'll be, I'll be, I'll be checking out the new movie and and uh, and the and the episodes when they when they do uh, get released in the, in a little bit. I remember when Beavis and Butthead Do America came out in theaters. Yeah. And I remember seeing that in movie theaters and how funny it was and, and what they were doing and stuff with it and 
Yeah, I just, I just, yeah, I know. Big fan of the series. I don't know if it's, I guess, our cartoons. Like, I know I'm a big fan of some cartoons. Some are really shit. But yeah, this was, this was really well done. I'm a, yeah, fuck. I'm, I'm so excited for this. And I, yeah. I actually just hope they do new stuff. And I hope they critique, like, shit songs, like WAP and, you know, the stuff, the pop culture stuff that they've missed out on since they've, uh, you know, we're working on the legal battles on their end. But yeah, it's, I'm pretty stoked for that. Yeah, for sure. Like, like when did I'm trying to think of the, you know, the the timeline of the music when the, those episodes were released, and I, so I can't remember when Beavis and Butthead were first came out. Like, like can you? It was. It's been twenty years or something, right? It's been at least that. Yeah. Long. Oh, it's been longer. So probably. there were. So the it was it ran from 1993 to 2001. Oh, so that was like thirty almost thirty years ago when it first came yeah. out. Yeah. Fuck. Like, so think of the it, music back was, then. Yeah. Yeah, but I remember watching it. So some of the stuff I remember watching was them critiquing like Alice in Chains and ACDC yeah. and uh, you know Metallica. And then they would get back into like, they would flip it to the pop kind of stuff. So they would make fun of U2 doing Fly and, and shit like that. Yeah. So, you know, it was, just, it was pretty much like the voice of the people. It was, it was what everybody was thinking, but were too afraid to say, you know, in a way. And I thought it was, or I still do think it's great. But I'm trying to remember what shirts they wore. One was wearing, Beavis was wearing an ACDC shirt and Butthead was wearing a Metallica shirt. Or was right. it the other way around, yep. right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. ACDC so, yeah. and Metallica. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And, uh, you know, obviously two of the greatest bands of all time. And, uh, yeah, fuck. I am super stoked. But you can actually buy, I'm just looking at it now, you can actually buy all the seasons on DVD for twenty one fifty one. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I have a three DVD set, and and uh, and like I said, um, maybe it's Blu-ray. I don't know. I can't remember. And I don't, I'm yeah. not sure how much I paid for it. But there's no music videos in those. Yeah, it's so just straight cartoon. So yeah, I mean, sure, it's it's nice to have. It's nice to watch. But that's why these, you know, the only way I think to watch episodes. Um, with the music videos is like shitty versions on YouTube. And uh, even yeah. then I don't know how much is there. So, so that's why this, this is great. I think they've all been, you know, they're all remastered. They're all going to look good. They're all going to sound good. And uh, yeah, that's why this is going to be really cool. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm stoked for that. So yeah, more, it's more, be a good one. more shitty TV to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Just add it to the list. Yep. Ah, what else has happened to this week? Uh, oh, I purchased um, Lamb of God's Kill Switch Engage and Spirit Box tickets. Yeah, uh, they are playing Vancouver October the 9th. It was uh, seventy nine fifty plus twenty dollars and thirty cents for fees. Thank you, fucking Ticketmaster. Okay. So the tickets worked out to uh, hundred dollars, pretty much. Yeah. Give or take uh, fifty cents. But uh, Lamb of God is one of my favorite bands. It's one of my girlfriend's favorite bands. So uh, even though it's at UBC Thunderbird Sports Arena, got to make the trek up there because, fuck, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be cool. Uh, but that leads me to my follow-up question is concert stubs, ticket stubs. Yep. I, you must have a shitload of a collection. I have a shitload of a collection. Like I have so many stubs, I don't know what to do with. And I'm trying to figure out what to do with these Contra stubs because we've had the privilege uh, with working through Chorus to see a bunch of shows. You're older than I am, so you've probably seen way more shows than I have back when you were growing up. So what do you do with these Contra stubs? Because they're so fucking cool, and some of them are really like pieces of art. 
I remember like pre-sales because I was part of the Nine Inch Nails fan club and I was part of the Pearl Gen or uh, Pearl Jam fan club and I got personalized tickets saying, "Hey, Adam Baldwin, you know, see a show here, like whatever Vancouver show or Seattle show if I made the trick." But what do you do with your concert stubs now? Because there's so many. Mine are sitting in a paint can. Yeah, and I don't know what to do with it. Um, friend of the show, JJ's uh, wife keeps them in a scrapbook. So she scrapbooked all of them. Yep. So she has four binders full of stuff. So she just goes, and she does something really cool. She posts on this day. So she'll post on this day. So June 11th, I saw, you know, ZZ Top and, you know, Brian Setzer and stuff like that. So I think that's kind of a cool idea because it lives on digitally. But what do you do with your conscious stuff? Are they sitting in a book? Do you have them somewhere? Are they scrapbooked? What are you doing with them? Yeah, first of all, I'd love to see their list or their stack of concert tickets oh, because yeah. those two have just seen so many different shows. I mean, we had JJ on the show and we talked about some of the, you know, the top concerts or the most, the, the bands that he's seen the most. And we know that Queensryche is one of his favorite bands. And like, yeah. how, many, how many times did he say he, he has seen that? those guys play live like it's just, i think it was like 60 i th- i think so that's not exaggerating i think that's yeah that's that is, it is up there somewhere like that like 60 or 70 times like it's fucking nuts man uh, i mean i've i i've seen a few shows and i think the you know the most and i don't even know which band it might be but i can take a couple guesses but you know i've probably seen uh, the band i've seen the most times was probably like six or seven maybe yeah well, Maybe 10 in a couple cases, some local shows, some local artists, you know, I've seen a lot, but like, I've just like, like, fuck, you've got a, you've got a sure love a band that many, you know, to see them that many times, but just, I, I just couldn't imagine. I don't know. To me, I, I don't know that it'd be worth it to see a band that many times, to be honest with you. I, I mean, I don't know, but that's, that's just me. And, uh. Yeah, I, I I think it all depends. Like I, my favorite band is Metallica. Yeah, and I've seen them nineteen times. Nine, wow. See, I just can't imagine that. I really can't. I don't know. But every time I've seen them, it's been a different experience. Yeah, uh, different set lists or yeah. unique experience. Or like I flew out with concert winners one day, or I did something that was kind of unique to the experience. And it hasn't been the same show. They've always changed it or different set lists or something's cool. I uh, and I'm a member of the fan club, so I got the chance to see them in San Francisco at the Fillmore for their yeah. 30th anniversary shows, and that was all B cuts. Like that was a fucking night to remember. But yeah. uh, you know, I've seen I've seen Matthew Good, you know, maybe about 25, 30 times, just wow. because of you know working in the media so well. And hey, you want to go see a show? I'm like, yeah, I'll go see Matthew Good again. And you know, Matthew Good, I'm a fan of his music and and whatever it is, and he puts on a pretty good show and. Uh, you know, so, you know, seeing shit like that and free kind of shows kind of like that and live music is always an experience. And we've talked about that many a times, like the live going to a show for the experience of it is, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's like, I say it's going to church because it's such a, it's such an experience to see live music, especially stuff that you like and even stuff that you don't like. I've had to go to like see shows that, um, you know, you see, the, you make it for the opening act, and you've never heard of this opening act before. And I think we've talked about this a couple episodes. Yeah. But uh, you know, I, I interviewed Taylor Swift, and I saw Ed Sheeran, and I had no idea who Ed Sheeran was, and he was a one dude, with the loop pedal, and you know, playing BC plates. And I've never heard of this guy before. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. And then he blew me away. I was like, holy shit, gotta look this up. Same with Metric. I think I mentioned Metric. Didn't know who Metric were, and they opened up for Billy Talent, and I saw them three nights in a row, and I was. 
awesome every time. So, you know, seeing shows and building a new artistry and, and seeing shit like that is, I think, part of fun of the, you know, part of the live game, I think. But, you know, do you what? So, like, who do you say your favorite band is? Well, yeah, I, I, I mean, it's. Uh, it's a hard it's, question. It's, it is a hard question, yeah, yeah, because because I mean I can. There's probably you know you could probably name ten bands who would or ten artists who would f- kind of follow into that category of as to who is who is your favorite and yeah. Uh, shit, I mean to to nail it down to number one is a really difficult thing to do, right? Obviously, I'm a big fan of Black Sabbath, and I was fortunate, yeah, yeah. fortunate enough to have seen Black Sabbath uh, play live. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ramones are one of my favorite bands, and I've never seen them. I, well, obviously, I, I never will. But uh, yeah. So I mean, this, so that really sucks. And um, yeah. Anyways, it's. Um, I mean, I love Motorhead. Uh, are yeah. they in my top ten? Maybe. Motorhead yeah. is probably one of the bands I've seen the most, and I don't know. I don't know how many times I've seen them, but they're they're probably at the top or near the top of the list of band uh, of a band that I've seen quite often. So. But not not nineteen but, times, not not sixty times. <laughs> yeah, right. Like so. I think I've seen. But if you count, like, so you bring back that Black Sabbath because that's an interesting one because you see yeah. Black Sabbath and their catalog of shit, but then you go see Ozzy solo. Yeah, and seeing Ozzy solo is a different experience because there's different songs, but he still plays some Black Sabbath songs. Yeah. So does that count for a Black Sabbath show? I don't think so, but no. it's still pretty sweet. And you know, I've had the privilege to see Black Sabbath. Uh, three times with Bill, Bill Ward, and then twice without Bill Ward with the other guy who was absolutely a beast on drums. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I've seen like Sabbath five times, and I would see them again if they rolled through town. I mean, what a show that would be. Uh, but I've also seen Ozzy, you know, a handful of times, three, four times, and I've seen yeah. different incarnations with Ozzy. With uh, I've seen him with uh, Zach a couple times, Zach and Newstead a couple times. Um, Zach and Robert Trujillo a couple times. Yeah. Saw that new guy, forget his name, Gus G, I think. Uh, so Gus G and Jack. Like, so, you know, you've seen all these artists so many times, but it's just such an experience watching these guys play live and watching what they do live. You know, the one I, I wish I got to see is uh, Zeppelin. I wish I saw oh, Zeppelin of live. Of course, of course, yeah. Me too. I think everybody is, is you know, any, any fan of rock, hard rock, uh, that's probably on their list for sure. I I never yeah. did. I never did see them. Obviously, I've seen Robert Plant um, at some point. Uh, I think it was 1988, I believe. Um, and that was a great show. But yeah, to see yeah, to see Zeppelin. Um, since we're t- kind of talking about that, I had a list together of of artists that that I wish I had seen someplace along the way and. And uh, Ramones, Zeppelin are on that list. Another yeah. another one is Stevie Ray Vaughan. I never did see Stevie oh, Ray live. Um, yeah, and that's uh, yeah, that's that sucks. Uh, just one of my favorite guitarists. Uh, just just I just uh, I'm in awe every time I I see some footage of him and him playing guitar. It's just amazing. So um, anyway. Legends, legends gone too soon. And yeah. uh, speaking of legends, there's this Randy Rhodes documentary coming out, which I thought was pretty good. We've had this in prep for a couple of weeks now. Yeah, uh, it's uh, about the life of Randy Rhodes. You know, being one of the greatest guitar players who was taken too soon. Um, it it uh, documents his time with Quiet Riot, and then of course moving on to Ozzy. Uh, did you ever see Randy Rhodes play live? Uh, no, I did not. No. 
Cause, yeah. Cause when, there's another one. Yeah, yeah, there's another one. Yeah, Gone Too Soon. And um, I mean, he was on a couple of, uh, couple of albums with Ozzy. And uh, so it's like, when did he, when did that happen? When did he die? That was 1982, was it? Is that when he, so that was, that was kind of um, early on. I don't know that I ever would have, I don't know if Ozzy came through Calgary. Well, probably, he probably came through Calgary. That's where I would have been able to see him if I was able to. So, yeah, sadly, no, I, I did not see him back way back then. And you're right. He uh, passed away on March 19th, 1982. Yeah. Yeah, so the name of the documentary is called Randy Rhodes' Reflections of a Guitar Icon. Um, yeah, so I think it's um, I, I think it's filled with music, interviews, some performances and stuff like that. I'm not sure who put the documentary together. Uh, the thing that pisses me off is that it's, it is out now somewhere. It's streaming somewhere, but I don't know that we can watch it in Canada yet. Like, I'm surprised, yeah. I, like, I'll have to have another look. Maybe it is out now because I haven't checked in a, a little bit. But, like, some of these things get released and you just can't fucking find them. The Triumph yeah. documentary was another one. I think it. I think Triumph, I think that landed on Crave initially. And, of course, I'm not going to fucking subscribe to Crave just, for, just to watch one documentary. So, yeah. eventually that was available uh, in other places. So I'm hoping the Randy Rhodes one will will come out soon here too, because um, yeah, I really want to watch that. So, so we'll see. Uh, hey, back back to your question about concert stubs or ticket stubs. Yeah, yeah. We 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 have chatted about this before. I put oh, okay. I put my tickets <laughs> in uh, in the CD jewel cases. Oh yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So um, you know, I try and match them up with uh, like if it, if they're touring a certain album. Obviously, I'll put that ticket stub in in with that cd um but yeah there's i still have a lot of tickets that maybe don't fit in in certain places or maybe i don't have any cds I, you know i don't know what it is but so so it's a it's a good question and it's because you're right back then they were personalized like if you bought uh, tickets through using a credit card you know it, they would be personalized yeah. some some of them would have your name on them it's just kind of a ni- nice keepsake it's um and it's even more important now because uh, they don't just don't they don't give you don't ticket anymore. stubs anymore. Yeah, it's everything's digital now, right? So, so I actually I was so that brings me to the following follow up question about ticket stubs. I think it's bullshit because half of the fun was getting those ticket stubs, yeah. so now they're all yeah. on your phone. Yeah, it's all scanned to win or scanned to get in or whatever the hell it is now, and it's stupid because. Yeah. Like, they're so cool, and there's so much artwork. Now it's just, like, section has a photo of the band and the tour and where it is. I mean, it's, I mean, it gives you the information you need, but you can't show it off or add it to a collection for, for what, whatever it is. And, you know, I don't know if they bring those back or you pay an extra dollar or $2 for specially printed ones. Like, I don't know if it's a demand. I don't know if we're too nerdy about that. Like, I, I just don't have the answers, but it's... Yeah. <laughs> what, I, uh, I, what is your... Uh, well, maybe a two-parter question, or answer it however you like. I guess what is your, what is your oldest ticket stub that you can recall, or if you prefer, what is your favorite? I guess concert ticket stub, if there is a favorite, because uh, some of them, like if you look back at some of the, like it was almost a ticket stubs back in back in the sixties. Well, not maybe not sixties, but seventies especially. Like they were, it was almost like a concert poster. A lot of them, right? They would, yes. they would be, um, 
it, it, it's a piece of art. And um, so that was the other cool thing about them back then. And it's just that now it's just, like you said, it's on your fucking phone. So, yep. uh, so I, yeah, I don't know. So do you have a favorite, uh, either oldest or a favorite ticket stub? So the thing that broke the cherry for me was my very first show was Kiss in Vancouver for New Year's Eve in 1999. So I remember I asked my dad, Dad, we have to go see Kiss for New Year's. Dad, we have to go see Kiss for New Year's. And I asked him. And uh, I got the chance to see that show. Yeah. And then a, short, a couple of weeks after that, Deftones played the Creation Cultural Center, uh, supporting around the fur or something like that, just before White Pony came out. Or it even might have been on the White Pony album. So I saw that show. And then I saw Ozfest shortly oh, after yeah. that. And that was, I think it was, a, I think Sabbath were on that tour with Zombie and uh, Slipknot played side stage. I think Deftones were back on that tour. There were a couple other pretty big acts on that one so those three really stick out for me because that was the intro to seeing live music right um as far as favorite stubs go uh there's a nine inch nails with teeth stub that i have that has my name on it and they played the coliseum i have a pearl jam concert stub that with my name on it and it was supporting the avocado album i forget what the fuck that's called and then seeing the metallica 30th anniversary show in san francisco the 30th anniversary ticket with my name on it too. So, right. you know, have those are the standout keepsake stuff. Um, any of the cool festivals that we've had the chance to attend with the wristbands are pretty cool because they also do have it's a piece of fabric with your name on it if you purchase tickets. So it'll say like Sasquatch Fest, Adam Baldwin on the side. So it, like it's your own personal ticket to get in, right? Uh, and it's on your wrist. So those are pretty cool too because those are all personalized wristlets. But yeah, I think those would be. Those would be the wild ones. And those might even be worth framing. Yeah. Because those are like three very specific ones and the first ones that I have, which are pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I'm a, you know, I, I love, like you said, I love the artwork of them. And it's just, yeah. it's cool to have and, you know, show off on your wall, I think. Because, I mean, it was such a big part of our lives or still yeah. is. Yeah, for, for sure. Uh, what yeah, about you? Cool. Do you have any favorites that you're kicking around? Well, I think I mentioned the Robert Plant concert. I think our names are on that. Uh, so that yeah. was, I think, like I said, that was 1988. That was Robert Plant in Calgary. Um, so that's kind of cool. As far as artwork goes, I can't really recall anything. Nothing stands out at the moment. I'm sure maybe there's something. Uh, the yeah. one, the one cool one is uh, I saw Journey in honolulu hawaii at the neil blaisdell arena that's, oh, that's like right. 1981 i believe and so i still have the concert ticket stub for that it, and it's really tiny that one is that one's pretty small it's like almost like a postage stamp well maybe a little bit bigger but um uh but this is just just it's one of it's it's probably i mean i, I saw shows before that but it's probably, and the thing is, I don't know that I have any ticket stubs from anything prior. So that's probably the oldest concert ticket stub that I have. Is so Journey 19, awesome. 1981. I'm sure it's 1981. So yeah, and to see the like I said, to see him in Hawaii, that was really cool. I remember some shit. some army punk band opened up for them. I can't even remember the name of the punk band. Of course, that's 40 years ago. Um, can't even remember who they were, but. Just, I mean, even if you don't like the band Journey, it's just to, just to go to Hawaii and uh, and see a show, right? Is just uh, yeah, it just yeah. It was, uh, and it's 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 like I've mentioned before. I think just no matter where I go, 
uh, if I'm traveling somewhere, whether it's for work or or pleasure, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna check out the shows that are happening around that time, right? And I'm gonna go see. Oh, yeah. a, I'm gonna go see a band, or at least that's the way it was, anyway. I go see. Well, a try band. to, anyways. Yeah. yeah. Try and see. Try and see some live music, regardless of where I go. So, um, not so much of that is happening anymore. Certainly not lately. I don't know. <laughs> The, the yeah. way I, the way I talk, I'm staying home and not going anywhere. So I don't know how many more chances I'll have, but we'll see. Well, don't forget we have we're in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> it's, yeah. It seems to be everyone seems to not be giving a shit anymore. Uh, I'm sure you saw in the news that the airports are dropping the uh, testing for U.S. U.S. is uh, yes, so, yeah. I saw that Canada yeah. Canada has has not made an announcement yet. I don't think have they. No, not yet. Yeah. But I don't know if you have to. Where is it? Oh, no. Canada to lift random COVID-19 test after international travelers tonight. So starting Sunday, random COVID-19 test for international travelers will be suspended. Okay. Uh, the suspension will remain in effect till June 30th when the COVID restrictions are set to expire unless they are renewed by the federal government. Does that include masks then as well on June 30th? Or, I don't know. Okay, because masks are still mandatory in the airports and on on flights. So yeah, in, in Canada, and probably international flights. Uh, I think the U.S. lifted those as well a little while back, right? Because I know. Well, that's what's happening now. Look at all. Look at Delta is the biggest one. I think uh, they released or they um, they stopped the mask mandates in hospital in in airports and on flights a while back and then they had to fucking cancel a whole bunch of flights because they had no staff because they're all fucking yeah. sick yeah like fuck like i think i actually i think bc ferries last week i saw didn't they have to cancel a bunch of sailings because of no staff and they didn't say why but is that also because of covid right oh i'm assuming i'm so, assuming yeah. it is too so yep. fuck man this is just and you're right. Nobody gives a shit anymore. And that's nobody cares. Oh, it's totally wrong, man. It's it's fucking totally wrong. And that's why this is going to be going on for years to come. It really is. Um, it really is. At our workplace, they've um, they've put in. So when we go in for our briefings before the start of the shift, we have to be masked up now. So everyone yeah. has to wear masks before we walk into a shared crew space with more than four people in there. Yeah, uh, that's good. Uh, I so, think it should still be that way. Yep. Well, um, I've never stopped and yeah. don't think I will. <laughs> yeah. I've, well, I've never stopped either. I know our place of employment. I mean, I'm still working from home. I'm, you know, so some people are able to go into the office. But yeah, if you're, if you're in your office by yourself, you, can, you don't need to wear a mask. But if you're walking the hallways uh, or in meeting rooms, uh, there is a restriction on the number of people in the meeting room and everybody yep. has to wear a mask still. So and that's the way it should be. Uh, I know a lot of businesses and a lot of other public places just don't care anymore and they don't, yeah. But I think it's still important to, we have to be vigilant. And especially with the uh, new flus coming out, you know, we have monkeypox, um, a bunch of confirmed cases here in British Columbia. Uh, and I'm assuming wearing a mask will help prevent monkeypox. <laughs> it's... <laughs> Uh, you know, it's uh, now we have the case of the avian fluke, different thing, but you know, it's here in uh, yeah. British Columbia, and that's yeah. not good. That one's really bad. I mean, it's it's they um, that one is very difficult. I mean, I don't think that there are very many animal or bird transfers to human type incidents or cases going on, 
but it just goes to show you how much more this is happening like there's yeah uh, i mean it's really sad number one that all of the birds and poultry are basically getting destroyed because of this avian virus this avian flu it's uh uh, and it's traveling all across north america birds migrating i mean it's spreading so easily and you're not just there's just no way to prevent all that shit but but it's but if you if you if you take a look at that what's going on with that the same thing applies to viruses that affect humans and so that's why it's that's why it's fucking scary like all of these things are mutating and spreading so easily and um you know covid might end eventually but then there's going to be something else uh following that is going to be just as bad and we're just going to have to end up taking the same precautions sadly and um i don't know i don't know what the reason for that is uh there could be many reasons of course but it's just yeah it's pretty scary actually we actually, I actually had this conversation a couple of days ago. Uh, if well, I don't know. If, I don't ever think COVID is going to go away. Kind of like SARS hasn't gone away or whatever it's been. But I think that if we do get another pandemic within five or ten years, a different sort of virus comes out. I just think people are going to be so pissed off and or tired of wearing a mask or something like that that it's going to spread even worse than COVID did because people are going to have what well, we started calling COVID fatigue about it. Because they're just not going to give a shit. They're not going to wear their masks anymore or do whatever they're going to take to keep themselves safe. Because it's like, we did this for two years and, you know, look at us. We're fine now. I'm like, well, no, you weren't fine because the shit that we had to take precautions off, even though they were pretty extreme, they're going to be worse this time. Because we know we all saw how COVID ripped through everyone and ripped through, you know, sporting events and humans and all that shit. All the stuff that we lived through the last two years, it's just it could get worse. And if you have fatigue or hesitant about doing that stuff, the outcome of it's going to be worse. And you just can't let your guard down for this shit. You got to keep up and be vigilant of what you're doing and, and, and try to keep up that way. Yeah, I, I think you're right. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, you know, when, 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 this, when this occurs again, when there's another pandemic, because it, it yeah. will happen again at some point. Who knows when, but... Uh, but you're right. Is everybody pissed off now? And, and are they going to disobey any mandates that are put in place? Um, we're all doomed if, if that happens, I especially, know. right? It's just, it's like, holy fuck. I mean, people are going to be talking about their fucking rights again, and you don't have the right to, to order me what to do, and blah, blah, blah. And uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's not going to be pretty. I know that. I mean, because yeah. people are still talking about. Even the vaccines, you know, being mandated, and I like I hate to I hate to bring this up because it's just a bunch of bullshit. I mean, people, there's a there's a like vaccine deaths, like is trending again on on Twitter. Yeah. I noticed today, and like it's like they're blaming vaccines for all of these different illnesses and deaths and stuff like that. And like, holy fuck, people, it's just. Uh, like it's just yeah it's crazy i just fucking shake my head i block that fucking hashtag because i don't want to fucking see that bullshit man (laughs) and it's just the people spreading this information the fucking russian and china bots and and the those people who are spreading and those systems or whatever you want to call it there are things in place that are basically spreading this stuff and it's and it's 
And then, it, so it leads to everyday average Joe thinking, oh, fuck, yeah, I heard about some kid uh, dying, and yeah, they say it's because of the vaccine, and oh, fuck. And then, so he's going to spread it to somebody else, and then somebody else is going to say something on Twitter, and it's just going to be fucking all over the place, and and that's, you know, that's why these things are trending, because it's just misinformation, disinformation. We you, talked about that before, and it's just, yep, it's just... It's just really sad. The fact here, here's the, here's just real quick one thing. Yeah, I know. They go were for it, they yeah. were they were talking about the number of deaths from COVID that are still happening uh, across BC, across Canada, across the world. There are still there are still deaths due to COVID here in BC, and it's and it they are the the thing is the numbers are probably just as high as they were at any other point during the pandemic. They just don't tell us about that shit anymore. Not anymore. It's still it's still happening, uh, but most people don't know. Most people don't care anymore, which is sad. But it's still out there, and it just shows. It just proves that COVID nineteen is still here. We're still in a pandemic. I don't give a shit what other people say or do. It, it's a fact. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there shouldn't be any excessive deaths due to any disease or virus or or anything. And uh, and COVID is still one of those things that we have to deal with, sadly. So, um, what? Well, to further your point of stupid people and misinformation, I stopped surfing the internet one night because I read an article that was a headline, and it said, "Can vaccines be caused for, or can vaccines be the cause?" of mass shootings. The second <laughs> no headline way. was, yep, the second headline uh, was, was his DNA altered because he had the uh, vaccine shot? Are, are you serious? Are there people I 100%, talking I should have about saved this it. questioning? Oh, fuck. Yep. I, I think it was on the Twitter machine because that's where I would have saw it because I was scrolling. Uh, I always take the time, either while I'm on the shitter or doing something, to check out the, the, tr- the whatever's trending on Twitter because it's, it's a quick way to figure out what's happening in the world and w- you know what's kind of going on yeah uh like today's uh trending right now just opening up twitter is catterday donald trump is trending again steph curry's trending because of the basketball stuff yeah uh free code friday contest is trending uh parliament hill is trending ramsey hunt is trending uh justin bieber is trending which i want to talk about in a sec uh thanks trudeau is trending with the hashtag trudeau is destroying canada um, shingles is trending. Yeah, and that's, an that's the top I ten. See that, yeah, shingles. Yeah. See, vaccine deaths is trending too. Yeah, so and that's see, I don't that's have the that one I was mind. talking about, and that's really fucking. That's just fucking stupid, man. It, it really is. It really is. I don't know. Uh, shingles. Randy Quaid. Oh, what did Randy Quaid do now? <laughs> did I have to re- <laughs> Andrew Andrew Shear is trending. Trending, and I heard he fucking did or said something stupid again, and. He's spreading conspiracy theories. I didn't read exactly what that was all about, but uh, but uh, yeah. Anyways, oh, even Ted Nugent's treading today. Fuck. Oh, of course. Crazy. Um, kind of full circle on the COVID stuff. Did you see that uh, Eric Clapton? Eric Clapton was an anti-vaxer, uh, whatever it was. He was on a show and he canceled the show because he got COVID. And he put out a statement saying, COVID is real. Please get your vaccination. No way. Did he say that? <laughs> yeah. I heard he got yep. sick again or something, but I didn't, know yeah. he, uh, I didn't know he backtracked like that. Fuck, that's hilarious. Yeah. But I, can't, I went looking for it while we were talking. When I first heard about it, because I was at work, and uh, one of the older guys was talking about it. And I can't find it online, so I don't know if he saw that or 
if he took it down afterwards, who the fuck knows? Yeah, but okay. uh, I think that's uh, I think that if that is true, that is pretty funny. Yeah, no kidding, crazy. Oh, well. oh man, the road's going to hell in a handbasket. Let's oh, talk is. about the weather for a second. It's fucking. I uh, I work nights and I've had to wear my fleece at nighttime because oh, it's wow. been so cold at nighttime. It's it's hot and muggy now, but when the sun drops, it gets cold. It gets really fucking cold. Yeah, crazy. I know it still really isn't springtime. I mean, I know it warmed up a little bit. So we had some heavy rain again the other day, and it's in the in the high teens, right? So it's not too bad. But yeah, you're right. I guess it's still a little bit chilly at nighttime. So I don't know. Hey, I was gonna say too. It's like you've gone from working early mornings, uh, like uh, like morning shift at the radio station. Now you're working fucking yep. late nights. So it's there's no happy medium for you, is there? No, and but I I prefer working nights. Do you? Because working morning, if you're not used, to, like you're used to getting up at five thirty every morning, and that's just part of your biological clock. I was never a morning guy, so even waking up mornings to do it, I would always just be tired. Yeah. And then you would end up doing something, and especially with that lifestyle, we'd go see all these shows we were talking about earlier or events or something. So you would see a show that the artist doesn't come on till 10, you're home by midnight, the alarm's ringing at 4.30, and you're just like, fuck, where am I? You kind of get up and go to bed, or you kind of get up and start your day. But I could never catch up on sleep. I was just consistently tired. At least for working these afternoon shifts or nighttime shifts, um... I can sleep in, and I know I can sleep in pretty well, and I get my eight hours of sleep, and I'm I'm rested for the day coming forward. So, well, I try to get eight hours. It works out to six or five, depending on the day, but uh, I try to go for my eight hours. And some days when I don't set my alarm and I have nothing to do, I slept for, um, using my sleep app, I clocked in 11 hours one night. Fuck. I can never. I uh, can't remember the last time I had slept that much. Never. <laughs> shit. If ever. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. You got to, oh, yeah, I mean, you got to try. Uh, <laughs> I got to try. I, yeah. It was uh, Friday, March 27th. So I fell asleep at 3.15, and I woke up at 2.13. Wow. So I got 10 hours and 58 minutes. Wow. My sleep quality was 9 hours and 47 minutes. I was in deep sleep for 5 hours and 39 minutes, and my heart rate was resting 65. So... That's a great question. So that brings me to the next topic of this week is your health update. What's going on with your smartwatch? How's the blood pressure app and um, your blood pressure thing going compared to the app? It's still inconsistent? Is it getting kind of better? Is it still fucked? What's going on with that? Well, not much to say on that. I finally did calibrate it because I think I, I wrote that or I th- mentioned at least that, um, you know, my smartwatch is way off. It's not accurate at all when compared to what the readings I was getting at uh, with my doctor. Like it was a yeah. tw- good twenty points higher. So, uh, so I also mentioned that I purchased a blood pressure machine. So, what I've done is is now I've calibrated the watch against that blood pressure machine. So, uh, I haven't messed around with it yet. Uh, we'll see what what happens. I guess I guess the the, the main part of this story though is to. Don't trust your smartwatch. Um, and now that I've got this blood pressure machine, I probably won't even bother taking my blood pressure on my watch anymore or using my watch. So, uh, yeah, because it, it's just obviously it's unreliable. So even if I calibrate it, you know, could could be a, a little bit out. I don't know. We'll see. I'll, I'll play around with it at least anyways. Yeah. S- see what I come up with. I think the main thing, though, I want to talk about, because like I've mentioned that I'm not I, I was never feeling quite right after COVID. 
and uh, there's some things going on that I wanted to kind of check in, you know, so I went to my doctor. I actually, I actually had some really thorough tests done again. Um, okay. I guess the good... So like a physical or what was well, it? Not, well, not a physical, but I've had some tests, um, some cardiac tests and stuff like that. Of course, the full range okay. of uh, x-rays, ECG, some blood work, all that kind of stuff. Not a physical, but yeah, they still give me a pretty once, good once over to... Just because there was some shit going on that I was a little concerned about. And uh, with yeah, COVID, with me starting to skate and work out again and, and all that kind of shit. The long story is uh, I've been given a pretty good clean bill of health here. So um, nothing major is going on. Um, so that's really good news. Um, and, uh, you know, I think I think the thing that people need to take care of themselves, that, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Get your blood pressure checked. You know, check your cholesterol, all of these things. And I don't have any of those issues, so everything's good. But, you know, hey, if you don't if you don't check this stuff, you just never know what's going to happen to you some days as you're getting older, especially. So um, that leads that leads to fitness and, and workouts and, and all that kind of stuff. I so I, I was basically told that, hey, if I want to go work out, if I want to push myself, I can do so as hard as I want, because oh, I've, nice. I've been trying to you know, you know, take it easy. I've been trying to hit that target heart rate zone and all that kind of stuff. They, my doctors and my cardiologist said, go for it. Do whatever you want to do. You know, warm up awesome. a little bit, warm up a little bit first. You know, obviously you don't, still don't want to overdo it. But I was, I was told I don't need to be concerned about anything. So that's really good. That's so, um, so, so what was I going to say? So basically I did go for a skate this morning actually and I pushed myself pretty good. You know, nice. I've been I've been trying to keep the heart rates within a certain zone, but I've I've had a hard time doing that just because I just feel when I get out there I want to go and uh, uh, like I, for example, I've uh, this morning uh, my average heart rate was according to my watch was 146, which is which is above my target heart rate zone. It's into the zone four, I guess. Um, my maximum heart rate was 167. Basically, though, my heart rate was 146, average heart rate for an hour and two minutes. So that's uh, so I had a pretty good workout. Uh, yeah. And I felt pretty good out there. Um, and then that leads to the last thing, because we talked about, you know, getting getting in shape again and, you know, things things looking better the more you go out and stuff like that. Here's just a comparison of uh, of where I'm at here and, and, and how maybe how things have improved in a short period of time. Hey, I'm not I'm still out of shape. I, I, I know that. But yeah. uh, but back on I'm looking at, let's see, back on May 21st, that was my first day out when I when I did my usual route around Stanley Park, which is about 15 and a half K's. My. Uh, my time again, I'm not going to focus on heart rate here. My time was yeah. an hour and seven and a half minutes. My time this morning was an hour and two minutes. Well, an hour and two and a half minutes. I've basically shaved off five minutes of my time already. Um, and I'm feeling a lot better, you know, even during the workout, I'm feeling so much yeah. better. So, just in, you know, what, three weeks, you know, I've been out maybe a half dozen times now, something like that. Just that short period of time, I just, I'm already, I feel, I'm already feeling better. 
Um, but okay. So having said that, I'm looking back to last year, same route later in the summer, I was down to like 55 minutes. I was down to my best is probably under 50, under 54 minutes. So that just yep. goes to show you how far I've slipped during the winter time, right? When I'm not, when I'm not as active, when I'm not doing as much. And of course, throw in COVID here back in April, right? It just of goes course. to show you as you get older, uh, if you're not, if you're not staying active, you can so quickly fall behind and it just takes that much more time to get back to a point where you're feeling good about yourself. Right. So, uh, I mean, it just, it just, it just goes to show you, you should be active every single day. And I know I wasn't, yeah. and that's a problem. So, um, so obviously for, throughout the summer, I know I'm going to continue this and I'm going to get better. And now that I've been given that clean bill of health, I'm going to call up Hannah again. Cause I still, I'm still interested in that. Oh yeah. So, no, that's great. so I will be going to see her. Um, but the key for me is to, just, keep, to keep going through the fall winter time. Right. So yeah. I, I just, I have to stay active. But look at that. So May 21st to today, which is June 11th, that's been almost a full, that's four weeks. Yes. So that's every Saturday for four weeks, plus whatever else you've done in the meantime. So that improvement in four weeks is fucking pretty awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, pat yourself on the back for that. And just think what it's going to be in another four weeks. So you were talking July the 9th. Like, that's going to be, you know, four weeks from today. So see how the, uh, see what the results are in those days. And plus, are you doing, so are you only going on on the Saturdays or are you doing a couple of skates during the week? What's, no, uh, I'm trying what's to go, the skating routine? like last year, I was going every two or three days. Uh, okay. I'm going to try and start, obviously, pending weather. I'm going to be doing, trying to do the same thing again. Uh, this yeah. morning was my first time out. Uh, let's see. I went out, uh, I went out today. I was out Monday. And then, yep. and then prior to that, oh, actually, I was out uh, the, the Monday prior to that, too. So there was a whole week where I didn't do anything. Partly weather, I guess. Partly work, whatever yeah, it so. is. But anyway, anyways, once a week's not enough. Uh, I want to, I want to go two or three times a week for sure. And I think, and that's what I was doing last year. That's when I lost eight or 10 pounds and I was feeling, I was feeling much better about myself. And, uh, and here winter time comes and I don't do fuck all. And I gained that 10 pounds back and, and then, you know, I'm feeling worse than ever once I try and go back out there again. So it's, uh, it's too easy to just sit around at home and do nothing and then you know you feel it if you try and get active again and it's just it's that's not healthy it's not a good way for no. anybody to me to be but you know i know i'm feeling it myself right and i think just all of this is a wake-up call for me i mean i know that i need to be active you know everybody's got to take care of themselves and watch what they eat and and stuff like that but hey this is for me at my age especially i i need to be active 12 months of the year not five months of the year or six months of the year right so yeah so things got to change so and that's why seeing hannah will kind of help with that you know because come winter time i can still do different things here at home different exercises and plus i need i still need to make sure that i get some cardio in there though too right so whether it's an exercise bike or running steps or something like that so yeah. So that's uh, my that's my health update. 
That's a pretty solid. I mean, it's, I'm happy you got the clean bill of health, so you can really push yourself. Or you're not going to fucking drop dead because that's yeah. no fun. No kidding. Uh, so you know, like it's that's that's awesome that that happened. But yeah, and, and we've talked about this, and, and we mentioned this with Hannah too. She's like the simplest thing, like taking the stairs up or yeah. or just doing something. It just it makes all of the world a difference. Or going for like an hour walk or or whatever it is would, would help a lot. Yep. Um, yep. But I, I was thinking about this the other day. Have you guys ever have you ever been a dog owner? Because you love cats and stuff. But what about dogs? Are you guys dog people or just cats for life? No, we're. I, I think we love all animals. I think that's the thing. Yeah. It's it's too it's too different. I think uh, it, living in the city, I just don't think it's fair for a dog. For a dog. I mean, yes, I'm yeah. working at for me. I'm working at home still, so it's not a problem. But once yeah. I, you know, what happens once I go back to the office and and on a more regular basis, if that happens, what you know, what's yeah. going to happen? It's not fair, man. I, 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 I see too many people who are dog owners, and um, I guess just you wonder what the dog is doing all day, locked up in a house by themselves or or whatever. Yeah. I mean, they need walks regularly. They need to go take their crap and piss outside and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, um, yeah, I just, as much as I, I would love to have a dog, I've had dogs in the past. I would love to again yep. someday living in the city. I just, it's not going to work. I don't think it's fair. So yeah, especially with, uh, you know, work schedules and stuff, but yeah. you know, I think it's having a, you know, for babies, it adds an extra element to your life. And I know it gets my parents out and about. So that's why they love dogs. Cause yeah. in the rain or the shine, they take the doggy out three times a day, you know, and that's. Consistently, raining, suns, heat waves, obviously times adjusted, but snow wave, like snowfalls, all that shit, they're always taking the poochies out. So, you know, maybe it just gives you that extra piece of motivation for the wintertime or whatever it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, because you're, it's going to force you, because you're not a shitty person and a shitty pet owner, so you're going to actually take the time to take the poochie out for the walks, whatever it is. But, uh, you know, maybe that's a conversation when you're retired and don't have to worry about work. Yeah, some someday hopefully that'd be nice. Yeah. Live up, we'll be living out of the city hopefully, right? And that'll make a big difference. So, living downtown yeah. like we do, I mean, sure, there's dog parks around, and hey, there's people all over who have pets, and you know, obviously great pet owners, a lot of them, but there's some pretty shitty people out there too, and you don't know how their pets are being treated sometimes, and you know, I know it's not fair to fair to generalize, I guess, but sadly it is happening, and. Uh, you know, you see some big dogs, especially living in apartments buildings, and like, what the I know. what the fuck are you thinking, man? Yeah, like it's just not it's not right. And uh, I don't, I'm certainly not one of those people. And um, yeah, I think yeah, I, I think people are selfish that way, though. They want to get a pet just because, uh, well, for whatever reason. Again, just because the pandemic is a perfect example. People got pets because they were at home all the time during the pandemic, and and that's all great. Well, what happens when they fucking go have to go back to work? Well, they gave no. up. They gave up their pets, man. Like, holy fuck! Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? You're gonna give up your yeah. fucking kid too once the pandemic is over and you have to go back to work? Like, fuck! See, that's that's the shitty fucking stupid people that I'm talking about. Oh, hundred percent. People should not. There are some people who should not have pets, just like there's some people who should not have kids. Like, fuck. Yeah. It's just. It's just. It's so stupid and selfish and ignorant, and I just. I can't stand it, and uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't. I certainly don't want to be like them. I, I mean, I know I'm not like them, but uh, still, I yeah. Just, uh, yeah, for us to have a dog right now is just w- w- it would not be fair. So, 
it's not going to happen as much as we want to have maybe other pets. Hey, I'd live to, I'd love to live in a farm or a ranch or something like that where I could have all kinds of cats and dogs around. <laughs> yeah. But uh you know, yeah. Certainly not downtown Vancouver. Uh yeah, and yeah, I mean you were thinking about the poochies and what you should do if you're getting a dog, you have to make sure the dog has a great life or a smaller dog for the size of place you're getting or whatever it is, but uh yeah, I agree with you on that. So uh yeah, good work. But, you know, moving forward, I think I was just using it as maybe an excuse for you to get outside as well. You can always put your cats on a leash and take them for a walk. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> that, would, that would not go over well. No. Um, so I, I do want to ask you a question, and I don't know how much you're going to go off, but uh, uh, I want to talk about Apple for oh, a second. Fuck, yeah. Because <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I was going again on the shitter, and... Uh, I would like to quote from you. Everything about Apple is a POS. Seriously, I don't understand why anyone would want to deal with this organization or any of their products. And I just started fucking laughing. Yeah. So I just want to know how Apple pissed you off this week. There's there's such an over... Like, the, the, all of their products are just so fucking overrated, man. I just don't... Yeah. I don't know what it is about... You know, people, I think, think... Uh, people seem to think Apple is like a status. Like, if they own... Uh, an Apple product, whether it's an iPhone or a MacBook or something like that, it's like they're better than everybody else. I mean, that's that's not why I went off, I guess, but that's just my, yeah, yeah. That's my I'm stereotyping maybe a little bit, or, or I don't know if that's the right word, but uh, but here, so here's what happened. Yeah, yeah. I uh, at work we are, uh, and this is where the podcasting, uh, I guess, is. Uh, is that where I mentioned podcasting earlier, and then I said I was going to talk about? It? Yes, this that yep, it is. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, so we are. It looks like we're going to be starting up a podcast um, uh, at uh, at my place of employment, and uh, obviously, I'm not the one speaking like I am now or anything like that. I'm I'm going to be helping administer the podcast and all that kind of stuff. So. Uh, so so here's here's obviously you have to set up various accounts. Um, you need a you need a host first of all to to host your podcast episodes, and then you need to create the various accounts for the distributors like Apple, like Spotify, like Amazon, and the the various yeah. other ones. That's obviously we have our our podcast uh, distributed uh, by these various companies as well. Yep. So, so I was going through the process of setting up a new Apple account or an Apple ID, as it's called. Um, so, so here's 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 what went down, and I'm sure everybody who owns an Apple product probably knows this fucking story already. And if they're not as pissed off as me, then there's something wrong with you. Really, there is, because this is just a, it's a fucking joke, man. So I'm I set up an account. Um, the first thing you need to do is you are forced to give a phone number as part of the account. You have to create a phone number. So um, so that's in order to verify your account. No, sorry. That's in order to, I guess, for security purposes. And obviously, it's your phone number is tied to that account. So I, yeah. I created the account. I entered all that information. I entered the phone number. So you have to verify. It's basically two-factor authentication then, I guess, at that point. So you have to... The next step is to enter that uh, that six-digit code uh, after yeah. you supply your phone number. So, but the next step is to you still have to verify your account after that. This is this is even before you can set up your podcasting account. Your podcasting account uses your Apple ID. 
So we haven't even, I, I haven't even gotten to that point yet. So because when you do go, even though I've, even though I've authenticated my account with the phone number, my Apple, uh, my podcasting account is saying, no, you still need to verify your account. So I'm thinking, okay, well, what, what did I miss? You know, I'm, there is, you know, you, you search the website about verifying your account and there's nothing there. Um, so then eventually I figured out, well, you have to enter in a credit card number or at least enter select none because there's a drop down box or something like that. Yeah. But, but on the website, it wasn't allowing me to do that. I basically had to enter in a credit card number, which, which I didn't use my personal one, of course, but, uh, but we used one at work. Um, that still didn't work. So even after entering that information, it looked like it was all set up correctly. I went to the podcast account and it was saying, no, you still need to verify your Apple ID. There was nothing on Apple side, no support, nothing like that, that showed me what I needed to do next or what I was missing. You know, but you know what I had to do? And this is, this is the fucking part that pisses me off. (laughs) And I, and, 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 and the thing is I had to figure this out myself, or at least I had to, at least I had to search out other people who ran into the same problem not apple not apple support nothing to do with apple it was other people who have also ran into this issue and here's what i had to do i had to now the next step was to install itunes i had to install itunes on my fucking desktop in order to basically what i went in to do next was to the credit card information and from there yeah, yeah, yeah. I, from there i could could select none and then I could carry on. That was the last step that I needed. That was the verification that, w- that was needed in order for me to proceed to the podcasting side. But it wouldn't let me do it online. It didn't work online. So how would, how would most people know that you needed to now install iTunes? iTunes has nothing to do with your podcasting account. Nothing, iTunes has nothing to do with your Apple ID, really, Yeah. as far as administering it. So why the fuck did I have to go through all that, install iTunes, click on credit card information, make sure that was all updated, click apply, click OK, click yes, whatever it was, and then that started fucking working after that. And then I fucking uninstalled iTunes because I don't want that fucking piece of shit on my computer, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, so yeah, why iTunes did I, is garbage. Why did I have to go through all this bullshit? You know, I really, know. really, it's, it's fucking sad. And hey, this isn't my first go around with Apple crap because that's what it is it's crap it's so fucking overrated man i just my fucking iphone (laughs) i fucking hate i i I have an iphone for work i answer phone calls on that fucking thing and then otherwise it's fucking filed away i don't want anything to do with that piece of shit i don't i don't i fucking hate it every single time i pick up that fucking piece of shit i just shake my head because it's it's just it's just it's just it's just ass backwards man it just doesn't there's nothing about it that is appealing there really isn't it sucks. Yeah, see, it. but you know, I, I understand that, and I'm an Apple guy, and I'm only an Apple guy because it was the thing that was available to me. So I don't remember having the setup issues that you were talking about, but I'm all like, because it's my own account for my thing. So I entered my personal information, so everything is now set up for that, and I can talk between my cross platforms or whatever the fuck it is. Um,. Yeah, it's a weird one for your iTunes. The only one I can think of off the top of my head is that they had to has to have a hard piece of verification for it to go on because of iTunes is their music slash podcasting 
playback player, whatever it is. So I think if you select done on that, it's like the hard line for it being uh, authenticated or whatever it is. But that's a that's a little bit of a weird one. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's just a weird thing because I feel the same uh, when I pick up a new like because I'm I've been Apple since fucking a 3GS. It was the phone that was available for me, and that's the phone that I got. And I've been, I don't know, whenever that came out, 2004 is when I've been an Apple guy using their product phone-wise. But I feel the same way when I pick up a Google phone or a Samsung phone. The girlfriend just got a Google Pixel 6. Fucking cool piece of tech. Great things you can do with the camera app and all that shit, but I pick it up and it's kind of foreign to me. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And it was foreign to her as well because she came from a Samsung A20 and that phone kind of had these not physical buttons, but buttons on the bottom for like back and like home screen and different stuff before that because it was an older phone like that. So she had to get used to the swiping option and stuff. So I think there might be a little bit of um, learning curve for any stuff that you pick up like that, but you know, if you just don't like the product, you just don't like the product. And I feel the same way for it. Like I don't, I don't, I love what the companies are doing, like a Samsung Galaxy, whatever, Ultra Twenty Plus, whatever it is, and how it compares with the iPhone Thirteen Pro Max or, or whatever they're doing, and the the qualifications and stuff they're doing with that as a technical level for that. But I could see the frustration on both parts, but. I think it depends on what you're kind of breaking it down for. Um, as far as the status, you're saying everyone to gloat about. I don't gloat about having it. It's, I think it's just a piece of set software, but I, I have seen it online. Um, I think um, a lot of the guys are just excited about what they're doing, about like the new chips and stuff. Apple just had their WWDC stuff, and I was following that pretty closely because they got new powerful kick-ass chips. M2 chip or their M1 Max Ultra, which is blowing, especially for what we're doing, you know, video production and stuff. It's just blowing the shit out of the water. And to see technology, technology upgrades, I guess is the right yeah. term, uh, to see that stuff advanced the way it has been and to get that power from a small chip in a fucking macbook airbook pro it's pretty cool but you know i think there's the pros and cons for every piece of software but it is bullshit that you had to go through that stuff for it i'm not defending them at all because it's fucking stupid but uh they should make it easier because not everybody pays for shit um and did you have to the problem i've had with the apple stuff is entering a recovery phone number because did you have to enter that? Because you go through all the setup, and if something ever happens, you can contact support, and they'll send you a password to a recovery couple or a recovery number, and through that recovery number, you can reset your stuff and set up your new account. But that's happened to me a couple times with the recovery number. Either my parents have changed their phone, or the couple girlfriends ago have we're no longer dating and I hope they die in a fucking fire <laughs> now falls off. You know what I mean? So, Oh, I need this. Oh my God. Oh, sorry. I, I changed my number or whatever it's been. You know what I mean? So, you know, I don't want to deal with that stuff, but you know, I think for the most part, it's pretty streamlined, but you know, there was always hiccups for this shit, but uh, yeah, it's, that's kind of bullshit. I don't understand why you would have to install. I thought you could just do it through the cloud, like hit iCloud.com and do it that way. But uh, yeah, but again, this has, no, this has nothing to do with the cloud. Even this is cloud, your Apple yeah, ID. It's, just, it's got nothing. You yeah. need an Apple ID before you can even set up your cloud account. So yeah, I mean, this is just uh, it's just yeah. There's there's no fucking excuse. There's so much. Shit. I mean, I mean, here's here's. I mean, I'm a smart guy. I I, I think, yeah, yeah. I, I know I'm a smart guy. 
And I love playing around with technology and I love learning new things. But when yeah. it comes to Apple bullshit, it's just, it's just, it's, it, no, it's just, it, and it's not like I haven't given it a chance. I mean, it's, it's like, uh, but it's just, just doesn't seem, a lot of it doesn't seem logical. It, it really doesn't. And, yeah. uh, and, and I think, you know, this goes way back even prior to iPhones, I think, it, when it comes to Apple. It's just, it's like it go. I mean, it goes back to the design days. It, it really does, because because yeah. everybody used in the early days. Everybody used a Mac to when it came to creative uh, marketing, creative stuff, and like your your Photoshop, your InDesign, your Illustrator, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apple, Apple at that time, shit, like thirty years ago, Apple was the way to go. Uh, I mean, it had the hardware, it had powerful hardware, it had the great software, so that you could do the things to get shit done um that's not the case anymore it's it's uh you don't need a fucking apple or a mac computer to do all this stuff anymore yet some people still think that that well that you do everything needs yeah. to be done on a fucking mac in order for it to be done right in order for you to be to be uh uh successful at certain things you need a fucking mac computer and oh, that's not true. No, it, that's not that's not true at all. And uh, yeah. so that's that's the that's the status part I think that I was kind of getting at. And and I think it's well, it's just carried over from those days. Yeah, you know, it's it's like you can do everything on a PC that you can do on a Mac. You can do everything and more on an Android device that you can do on an iPhone. Um, yeah, and it's and I'm and again I'm not I'm not saying I'm better because I have a because I have an Android and a PC and not an iPhone and a yeah. Mac. So, but I'm just, I'm just saying that the, the, the competition is, well, I don't know if competition is really a, a, a way to put it. It's just like they're, hey, if you want to have a Mac or an iPhone, then great. Uh, that, I have no problem with people owning this shit. It's just Apple themselves just don't fucking seem to know what they're doing. And uh, hey, Google is sometimes not any better either, but still, it's yeah. just, um, I seem to have less problems with this other technology compared to a fucking Mac and the Apple products in general. See, and I, th I find that it, because I, I have, I, like, like, not only are you a smart dude, you're a tech dude. And I consider myself that category. I'm pretty smart at some things. Like, I won't help you move your fucking house, but I'll help you hook up your stereo system. Like, I'm that dude. I'll help yeah. you reinstall Windows. I'll help you do all that shit. Like, I'm that guy. Uh, I, I can't cut a shelf to save my life, but I can, you know, calibrate a sound system. You know, we're those type of nerds to have on your side. Um, and I do appreciate what Samsung has done with their technology and kind of, especially phones, because there's some stuff I want to be able to do on my phone, which I can't do. And, um, but again, it comes down to a time thing. Because when I pick up an Android phone or Android op operation software, there's so much customization I'm able to do. And I wish I could do some of that with my phone. And this was back in the day. This was like, 10, 50, like maybe 10-ish years ago. And, but the Android software would always just fucking start crapping out. Or you would install out software like an emulator. One of the things I'm really missing on my iPhone is an emulator. I'd kill to have like a, you know, an NES emulator on my phone that would, I'd be able to play and on the go and shit, but I can't do that, but I was able to do that on a Android device. Yeah. And so being able to be able to have that freedom to do that on an Android device 
was great, but the thing I found about Android stuff is it would just fucking keep crashing. I all the and this is ten years ago. I haven't played with one really, and now I don't know how it works now. But you know, ten fifteen years ago, everything would just fucking crash. And when I would pick up my iOS device, it would just work. Everything because they they have a to develop an app, whatever it is, to go through Apple, they really fucking put it through its paces. It's doing their quality checks and they're beta testing it and they're doing a bunch of shit before they give it to us, the consumer. And usually when we get it as a consumer, you have very limited crashing and I, I just love that about it. So I think I gravitated toward an iPhone uh, specifically just because I picked it up and it just fucking worked. And uh, not saying that it was better than an like a Android device or whatever it was, but for the most time, the software just worked, and they just continued to show me that they've just worked. I'm a big fan of the Pixel 6. I'm a big fan of your phone, the Ultra 20, the Ultra 20 Plus, whatever you got. Like, 20, the camera system 20. on that is awesome, the night mode. Yeah, it's just, you know, really cool tech and stuff out there. I wish I could have both. You know, I, at home here, I drive, uh, my daily driver is a PC, but I was using my Mac for our video editing and stuff because it just worked, but now it's outdated and a piece of shit. Uh, I mean, it still works for a web surfing machine, which is what the majority of people are using it for. But for the most, I need to start doing heavy quality stuff. And when I do decide to get back into the world of video editing, I'll probably end up buying a Mac Mini or, or something. I don't need the the uh, mobile powerhouse anymore because I don't. I find sitting at home doing it on a fucking desk is way easier. But uh, I did love my MacBook Pro and put out some great content with that. So. I think there's, I think there's a, the opportunity for it to live in both spaces, but uh, I don't certainly think there's one any better than anyone else. I mean, look at what Linux is doing now. Linux is a powerful fucking little operating system. For sure. And it's free. And, and even your and Raspberry Pi. Yeah, yeah. Like that little piece no of kidding. software is, can so, do so much yeah. stuff. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, yeah. there's so much. And in 10 years, all this shit's going to change again. So, yeah. you know, how is, how is Windows or Linux or mac os gonna compete with all these little underground stuff like it's just crazy what yeah. what what technology and stuff is doing but uh no i agree with you on that those are all good points i agree with all those it's bullshit for, for different things but uh you know and everything else it's you know it's you know a piece of te technology changes maybe you i don't think you'll ever get to an apple but uh maybe one day you'll be like fuck that feature is really cool hopefully it comes out for ios or uh android software or whatever it is but um you know, I think it's okay. But I did. I have fallen off the Android boat a little bit. For phone software, are they still using it as ice cream? Are they still like Neapolitan and strawberry shortcake and shit like that? What's the no, operating software th called? Th those were the earlier versions of the operating system, yeah. So they would they yeah. would go, like it would basically follow the alphabet and stuff like that. Yeah, oh, they've, okay, gotcha. they've gotten, when, what was the last one? It was Android Pie, I think. I don't know. It got it got quite a ways along. Marshmallow, pie. I forget some of the other ones too. The earlier versions and stuff. No, it's just they use a version number now. And I think it's I think okay. it's I think it's Android version twelve. Is that is that what I'm on here now? I think I'm on. I think it's Android version twelve. Thirteen yeah. is in development, so thirteen's coming at some point. Uh, I'm not sure when. So it's yeah, it's using using your, you know, your typical. Uh, your typical numbering systems now. Yeah, it's Android version 12. I mean, I think they always had numbers associated with them back then, but yeah, they kind of nicknamed nicknamed them uh, basically food-related stuff, right? So, yeah. <laughs> like you said, like ice cream, like marshmallow, like pie. Yeah. 
um, different stuff like that. So yeah, those that's that's gone. Interesting, interesting. But yeah, yeah again, both cool fucking pieces of tech. Both have pros and cons. Uh, more cons for you for Apple. Well, <laughs> yes, and, and I do understand it's personal preference, and I have no problem. Yeah, with yeah. That. So it's just uh, like like for me, I just for me personally, I don't it get just it. Works. As as kind yeah. of a you know, techie guy, hey, I'm not. I don't know at all, and I don't claim to. But yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I and I learned all of this design software on Macs, like the Photoshop, yeah. the Final Cut, the Illustrator, InDesign. I learned all that stuff on uh, on Macs. And hey, like I said, you can do exactly the same stuff, if not more, on a PC. So yeah, it's just like like what is the big deal? Don't push this fucking hardware on me. Don't make me use this. Yeah. Don't make me use this stuff because it's like I like hey like I like I said I I learned the Mac operating system. I know how to use it. Um, and hey, I just I prefer PC over over Mac. And sure, yeah. Microsoft no, sucks. Have. Windows sucks in a lot of ways, but it's it's a lot stay more stable. That's the other thing too is people said like you you even said, well you yeah. get you buy a Mac because it just fucking runs right. Well yeah you know what. I know people have problems with technology and things do break down sometimes. I, I really yeah. have not had any issues with my PCs. I have not had any issues with my Android devices. Uh, they just fucking run. They don't crash. Yeah. And um, I mean, so that's just, yeah, that's just the way it goes. So anyway. I've only had, like, uh, you're running Windows 13 now. 12? 11. What fucking Windows button are you running right now? Windows 11. 12? 11? Windows 11. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I think I was still running Windows 7 when we started this podcast. Uh, I had no issues with 7. I've had no issues with Windows 10 now. And uh, like I've never, I haven't seen a blue screen of death in fucking years. When was the last time you saw a blue screen of yeah, death? Yeah, that's... Does that even that's, happen anymore? That's exactly, exactly. I don't know. Yeah. E- even, even, you know, we talked about updating our devices and stuff like that too. And, and do, you know, do we wait or do we day one? Yeah. yeah, I jump right into it. If there's an update, I'm going to, I'm going going to install it. And I've never had any issues. Uh, I have no problems at all. I do all of the firmware updates. So, you know, so those right to the firmware, right up to the operating system, right to all the applications. I update things when they're available. So, and I don't, and I don't have any problems. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, could you do me a favor and could you load the tunes for the week? I uh, sure can. I've got mine while up. I, I talk can, about this. I can load yours here. Yeah, no problem. Because mine is not working. Uh, and I do want to touch base because it is music related. And we're about to talk about music. Uh, there was a piece of news related. Uh, Justin Bieber has come out, uh, canceled a bunch of his tour dates because he caught some sort of viral infection and it paralyzed his face. And love him or hate the guy, never wish any the the fucking comments I was reading on this news story and just whatever news outlet or the tweets or whatever news story he posted on his Instagram or whatever the fuck it is. He's uh, explaining what happened and he's canceled all these tour dates. And I don't know if you watched the video, but he's watching, he's, he's talking on this thing and he's blinking, but only half his side of his face. It's almost like the kid had a stroke. Yeah. His um his eye isn't blinking with him and it's like kind of slow and lopsided because he caught some sort of viral infection. And the amount of hate I saw toward the guy, uh, I hope he dies, he deserves this, you know, fuck he never should have left Selena Gomez. Like all the shit yeah. I was reading, I'm like, holy fuck, people. Wow. This is someone's 
This is someone's like, like love them or hate them. I'm sure there's more haters than there are lovers, but it's a human life. And he's, I'm sure he's made a difference in somebody's life, saved a couple lives, done whatever he's done in his career to help anyone else. But the amount of hate I saw on this fucking kid, like unacceptable, give your head a shake and fucking don't, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say it. And that's, that's what it comes down to. And I was, I was just so taken aback by like uh, the first one I read on the first call, like on the story I was reading it and the Rolling Stone article I posted or shared with you. The first comment is he deserved this. Oh, I'm wow. like, are you really? fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like, imagine if that was your, your sibling, parent, mom, dog, cat, whatever the fuck it was, you would feel for that cat and go. Um, I did some further research. I, I forget what it was called, but I researched the article, what he said right away. And it is a, it's a kind of a common thing. And obviously, it's Bieber. He has a lot of money to, uh, to get the best medical help he gets. And he says he'll make a full recovery on it. But the, the fact, the hate beyond that just fucking, it just got to me. I was just like, wow. I think it might have been the day after I read that vaccines cause people to kill them or to start mass shootings. Oh, <laughs> but yeah. uh, I'm just like the hate. Just fucking be nice, people. Yeah. Like you might like, you might hate his music, but don't wish harm or death on anybody or or whatever it is. It's a uh, bad row of cards and and whatever. And yeah, fuck you guys. Just be nice. Like just yeah. be nice, people. Be kind. Well, we've we've talked about this social media, this internet thing for so many, so for so long now. Um, yeah, you know, here on this podcast and stuff like that, it's just, you know, the amount of hate, the amount of, uh, you, you know, just the just the comments of people uh, who are online who think that they can get away with saying this stuff just because, well, just because they can. I don't yeah. know what they're hoping to accomplish by just spreading so much shit and and talking so much hate about somebody or something, right? I mean, hey, I just talk trash about Apple, right? But that's not the same as like I I'm no, not, it's not you're I'm, talking I'm trash. Not, I'm not wishing somebody to fucking die just because I don't like fucking Apple, right? Yeah. It's just this is totally different. This is somebody's health, yes, and this is a this is a real person. And I can just imagine how scary that would be. Just to, you don't know what's going on. I mean, sure, yes, he yeah. does. Yes, he does now. And it sounds like you said he, he he's going to make a full recovery. But like that's some scary shit when you can't fucking talk and you can't see or you can't. Yeah. Like holy fuck! And it's like you said, has did he have a stroke? Is he paralyzed? Uh, what like what's going on here? Yeah. Uh, so it is really sad the way people carry on and. Um, and again, it's it's just fucking music and entertainment, man. And again, if you don't like it, then well, doesn't doesn't mean you have to kind of wish bad on somebody like that. And it's like sports too. I mean, sports, entertainment, yeah, it all kind of falls in. I suppose you could say it about anything nowadays. But you know, sports is the other thing. You know, people are competitive. People have their favorite teams. But you know, just you know, when somebody gets hurt, a player gets hurt, or if a fan is, you know, going off and loving their team and because they kicked your ass or something like that. It doesn't mean you have to fucking hate him. It's just a fucking game. Yeah. You know, and if a player gets hurt, hey, that's, I mean, number one, it's his livelihood. Sure, he's getting paid a lot of money for something that he loves doing, but still, it's still his health. It's health above yeah. everything else. Why wish somebody, why wish harm on somebody, uh, you know, just because you don't like their hockey team, just because you don't like the music they play? Like, fuck, man, it's just... Uh, I don't know. It's just, uh, I don't Did know. Did you see that yeah. uh, video about the guy who sucker punched the guy yes, in the yes, arena? Yes, that was the Rangers-Tampa Bay game. Yeah. 
yeah. the Rangers fan fucking sucker punched this Tampa Bay fan and just dropped him. He was out cold, Knocked man. him. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I read this morning, I think, it sounds like the Tampa Bay fan is going to be okay because there were people who initially thought that he was fucking dead. Yeah. Uh, it, turn, yeah. it turns out he's okay, and it's it sounds like he's declined to press charges or whatever, and I guess that's his choice. But, yeah, that was a pretty fucking low low blow if you want to call it that yeah, fuck. it was a fucking high blow but uh to sucker punch somebody like that just because your team won or your team lost and that guy's team won right yeah. it's just fucking sad and you i mean he could have killed him uh and he that guy could be going to jail right like the yeah, youth really 100%. like think of the fucking consequences before you do something like that over yeah. a fucking hockey game i mean it sounds like the the guy's banned from MSG forever, and and he's lucky that's all that happened to him, right? He, he's exactly. lucky. He's lucky that's all it is. He got banned from concerts and sporting events from a fucking arena. Well, he got a fucking lucky. Yep, it's fucking brutal, man. So, no, I agree with that. It's anyway. uh, it's uncalled for, especially sucker punch. It was a full on fucking trash talking leading to a fight again, uncalled for. But at least the guy would have had a chance. Well, yeah, you know, but yeah. just to be sucker punched. Fuck that guy, yeah. Yeah. That's brutal. Just brutal, yeah. Uh, now that we're talking about hockey super quick, you paying attention, obviously? Oh, obviously, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> game, game, game six between Tampa and the Rangers is uh, tonight at uh, 5 p.m. Not, yep. at, not at noon or not on right now in the middle of the afternoon. It's on at a de- <laughs> decent time. So yeah. I'll be watching. Um, Rangers have to win, obviously, and I hope they do. Uh, the winner of this series goes on and plays uh, Colorado, who swept the Oilers. Did we talk since the, is, since they won last? Or no, I they were remember. up uh, yeah. three nothing, I think. Yeah, so fuck the Oilers. So here I am talking trash <laughs> too. So. But it's not like I wish any ill on anybody. That's for sure. But yeah, yeah I'm glad the Oilers. Much. I'm glad the Oilers got swept. Fuck them. I hate them. Now, yeah, now see, uh, now see, because I hate the Oilers, is somebody going to come up and sucker punch me next time I walk out of my place? Right? Is that? But, <laughs> but that's, but that's what happened here, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm just, I, I hate a fucking sports team, and that's fine, and and whatever. But it's just a fucking game. Like, come on, yeah. Don't take it personally, come on, man. It's a, it's a fucking hockey game. So, anyway, <sighs> anyway, Stanley Cup, right. Stanley Cup final starts next week at some point. Colorado against one of those teams, Tampa Bay or. Or uh, Tampa Bay or the Rangers. Hey, Tampa Bay could be going to the Stanley Cup final for the third year in a row. That's the f- yep. I think the first time that would that if it happens, it'll be the first time since the New York Islanders went to the Stanley Cup final. Actually, five times I think they went to the final in the early eighties. Wow, they won four times in a row. Uh, but I think they went to the final five years in a row. This will be the first time since then if it happens. Yeah, crazy. Should I don't remember who I picked for my Stanley Cup winner. I don't know if I picked the Lightning or not. I don't think uh, you. I don't think you. I did. don't. I have no. I, I have no. Idea. I would have remembered. I think if you'd picked Tampa, Tampa Bay to win, because I I don't I, want them to win, and uh, I don't think you. I'm pretty sure I picked the Seahawks. So. The Seahawks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, uh, shit. All right, let's talk tunes. Um, we'll go with mine first. If you could have the mighty Lamb of God ready to rock and hit play whenever you want. Sure. Uh, I love Lamb of God. I think they're a great fucking band. I've, again, we're talking about going back and seeing them live. I think this will be time 10 for me. Wow. Uh, seeing them in uh, here. I saw them open for Metallica twice. I saw them at Headbangers Ball 
at 2002 or 2003 at the Commodore Ballroom with said kill switch engage. Uh, seen them in uh, Seattle once or twice beforehand. Uh, but yeah, released a new song called Nevermore. Uh, new album is coming out October the 9th, I think. Uh, and but I, Lamb of God can't do any wrong in my eyes. Nice a new song. Um, for me, I think this song is a little bit of a grower. You can kind of hear it in the background. Um, it kind of picks up near the second half. But yeah, it just, it, I think for me, it, it picks up in the second half. It kind of stays in second gear through all this shit and just kind of takes off a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, uh, you and Lamb of God, first, have you seen these guys live? See, Did you see the Metallica I, show I, with them? I have not seen them live and I'd like to. Uh, I probably won't be going to this show, not for 100 bucks, yeah. but uh, I, I would like to see them. I am a fan. I like this song. I really do. I yeah. just, uh, it, uh, it, it did hit me right away. And I knew you'd be all over this, actually. I, not, not, not that <laughs> I would song. be, yeah, not that I would be, would have picked this as my pick of the week. But uh, when I saw that it was released, I thought, yeah, this is coming. We're going to be yeah. talking about this. So, <laughs> but, it, but it is a good tune. I, uh, I, I just, you know what? It's, it's, uh, even though I'm a fan, it's just like some songs are just well. I mean, it's yeah, that was okay. I not a bad yeah, song, yeah. not a bad tune. This yeah, this this tune rocks. I love it, uh, and I loved it Fuck, right away. Weren't you at the? Uh, didn't you photograph me in the fucking pit from the Metallica show with Lamb of God playing? What that, show was that? That was Metallica, but uh, that was no. That Lamb of God did not open that show. I didn't. Wasn't that a, just like a Metallica only show? Wasn't uh, that? I don't remember. Wasn't that one of their three shows they did? Um, they did those three shows in a row here in Vancouver back in fuck. I can't even remember what that year was. Wasn't it for the uh, filming they did for for the um, what was the film that they shot that they were doing? Uh, here? It would have been th- uh, through the never. Yes, but it was it wasn't for those shows because. Oh okay. Um, yeah, because that was Tomka era. I was that was four girlfriends, three girlfriends ago. So that would have been... Uh, no, because that's where I remember it. Like, that's who I went with, right? And I went with my buddy Chris Hamilton. So I think it was 2008. So I think maybe maybe Godsmack opened those dates. I, I can't even remember because... Uh, but uh, yeah, I can't even because find it online. The thing is, I would have probably, because I was in the pit shooting Metallica, I would have been in the pit shooting the opener. And that's why I don't think that there was an opener for that. Um, I really um, don't. Um... I don't know. I'd have to look back, I guess, to see if I've got, see if I've got some other picks. Yeah. But yeah, it doesn't. But, um, it doesn't. It doesn't ring a bell because they were they were in the middle of the arena, and so yeah. that's why I don't think there was an opener. They, it's not like they had a typical, you know, your typical stage setup at one end. It was an arena show. Them in the middle. No other. No other opener. I don't think. If you could find the date, because I'm just looking at it now. So that would have been, it was either, it would have been March 26, 2004. No, it wasn't that one. Yeah. So then no. it would have been, uh, it would have been December 2nd, 2008. Yes, that's, uh, that and then, day rings a bell for sure. But uh, And then that, the sword opened that show and Lama God opened that show. Oh, really? So wow. you might have seen them in, you know, maybe back, kicking around backstage or something. But yeah. uh, shit, I can't remember that at all. Okay, I'll look, we can look that up. I'm curious now. Yeah. I'll have to have a look, and yeah, I'll let you know. We'll follow up next week. Yes. Um, and my last uh, last pick of the week is uh, Monster Truck. We've had some fun times with Monster Truck. They, of course, released that song with Kid Rock, and they uh, we both 
bitch them for that. But the first comment I read on the YouTube was, "Okay, fine, I'll forgive you for the Kid Rock thing," <laughs> and I thought that was I thought that was pretty funny. I also think looking back on that, I mean, obviously it was a shitty business move or move for whatever he's like Kid Rock fucking do his thing and support Trump or whatever the fuck he did on that song uh, but um, using that song as a backing track uh, would have been alright but coming out listening to this song you know this is exactly what I think Monster Truck sound like to a T and I you know I quite enjoy this song so I don't know how to feel about them I mean we talked to the guys a couple times I'm actually working on getting Jeremy on our show because yeah you know, we are both fans of the show and uh, not the show of the bands, and I think it's going to be a good conversation because he's a rocker. He's fucking fun to watch live. Uh, but uh, I have no problem with the song. This song is called uh, Golden Woman uh, yeah. off their forthcoming album. No release date for that yet, but uh, it should be all right. So. so after listening to the Kid Rock song and now listening to this one, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I don't... Oh, I love this song. You know what? I just... Yeah. I, I just and it just makes me think you're like you said like what the hell was going on back then why did they decide (laughs) to do what they did uh how much has it hurt them if at all i don't know i i yeah who knows but it's just it's just a weird one i just i don't understand it i i mean i i guess i guess i guess that's the thing you know people are just putting throwing politics into it and should we really be doing that i mean it's again it's just a song was there some other meaning with the kid rock thing i don't like i don't know and yeah, so maybe either. we shouldn't make such a big deal about it. I, I, I mean, I, I didn't like it. I didn't like the song. I didn't like what they did either. But, but this, this, this is back to yes. This is Monster Truck for sure. They're having a lot of fun doing the video. It's a oh, great, yeah. it's a great song. Yes, it does rock for sure. And like you said, we we have met the guys. They did the Canada Day. Uh, what was it? The Fox Fest. Uh, they did the intimate yeah. show at uh, at one of the studios, and we met the guys. And yeah, they're eight, they are great guys. Jeremy, like you said, yep. Jeremy's, you know, they're a lot of fun. He's a hell of a guitar player. Um, so, so yeah, it's uh, yeah. Who knows? Anyways, the song the song is awesome. Excited, uh, I, I like yep. it too. Uh, what what's the story with an album? Is there an album coming out for this or? Yeah, I couldn't find anything online. I don't yeah. even see a new album release date. Even their official website isn't updated yet. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this was just posted to the socials two days ago. So yeah. I don't know if they've gotten a chance to do that. They're actually on tour right now. They're at Donington today. And uh, they're on the bill with Iron Maiden tonight. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, you know, they're doing some things. Yeah, uh, that's right on. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, good song. Some good tunes this week. And I, uh, I enjoyed your songs this week. Yeah, I've... Um I noticed this uh, this new song by a band called Nebula in the past. I knew, I mean, I knew this album was coming out. I think uh, this video, I think, was just posted a couple days ago too. Uh, it's yeah, the name of the song is called um, High Wired. Uh, let me just kick that off here a little bit yeah. and uh, give me some but, juice. Uh, okay, I'll crank it up just a little bit. It's it's holy fuck the fuzz in this song, man. It's just yeah. it's just heavy psychedelic fuzz, uh, and but that's what the bands that's what their sound is. Like if you listen to their to their other stuff, just I love this band, and I've seen them live before a couple times. Um, the the uh, the front man, the main guy, the main guitar player, vocalist. He was in Fu Manchu back in the early days. 
So it's nice. he, he comes from that that same scene, right? That same California psychedelic rock. Uh, that's that sound, uh, surf, um, skateboards, just just fuzz. <laughs> I don't know how just else to describe it, but that's fuzz. that's what it is. Anyways, yeah, yeah. The, the the new song's called High Wired. Uh, new album is out on Heavy Psych Sounds on July 22nd. Uh, I, I've commented on that label so many times, Italian label, but they're releasing so many, so much good stuff. I think every single album that comes out on that label is just fantastic, and I've discovered a lot of new bands that way, just going to their website and checking out some of this, some of the albums coming out. So really cool. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's uh, um, yeah, good stuff. Did you feature these guys before? I, I, I don't, remember the name. I don't know. I've talked about them before because uh, they were touring. They were supposed to play here in Vancouver back in May. I don't know if that's when I spoke Maybe about that. them or not. I can't remember. Um, yeah, uh, that tour got canceled, or that show got yeah, canceled at least. Anyway, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened there. Kind of, kind of sucks. Cause I it was is what looking, it is. Looking forward to seeing them again. Not that I don't know. I was contemplating going, but. Because I think that show was at, was it at the rickshaw or is it was it at the Fox Theater, uh, something like that? I can't remember. Anyway, anyway, great band. I'm looking forward to the rest of the album and uh, yeah, cool stuff. And you got a, uh, a cl- you got a quote unquote classic rock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I just discovered this uh, this box set that Blondie is releasing, uh, and when is this coming out? Uh, fuck, where are my notes? It's coming out soon, too. Uh, in August multi- 26th, yeah, that looks multiple like. formats, of course. It's a, the, the box set, it's the super deluxe version of this box, is like, I think, eight CDs, eight vinyl, and a bunch of other shit. I could just imagine the cost of that. There's uh, multiple awesome. other versions. Lots of rare and unreleased stuff, though. Um... Oh, I see. It's a 10-album box. That's the super deluxe one. 10 albums. Like, holy fuck. So lots. I think <laughs> I think four of the albums are uh, basically unreleased and live stuff. Uh, that's uh, Which is cool. Which is really cool. <clears throat> the name of it is called Blondie Against the Odds, and it spans her entire early career from 1974 through to 1982. Um, uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to more hearing more of the... Uh, unreleased tracks as well because this is one of them this is a this is a doors cover uh it's moonlight drive i think everybody knows uh this that song uh by the doors and uh this is uh this is blondie's version uh, let's yeah. see if i can kick that off it's so i i like this i i really oh, do yeah really cool sound uh turn it up a little bit <clears throat> Yeah, it's uh, um, it's Debbie Harry, obviously doing her version of Jim Morrison, but just the just the punkness of this song, just the way they do it, their own version is really neat. Uh, we're both uh, full-blooded males. Um, did sh- I wasn't around for the Blondie hype, but was Blondie a babe? Is she a babe? Was she a babe sure. back then? Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, 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 think, I only could see photos, but I wasn't like, I. It's hard for me to like. Oh, yeah, Marilyn Monroe and all these ladies are. I mean, obviously, yeah, photos are good looking, but I wasn't around for their quote unquote peak. 
But was she a babe live? Was did you ever see uh, her live? I know I never saw Blondie live. No, no. Yeah. Or Debbie Harry in any in any version, I guess. Uh, but yeah. um, but hey, just just uh, again, early punk rock, um, just part of that scene in New York City and stuff like that too. Yeah. And uh, just a powerful front woman. Just oh great. Just, uh, yeah. Just. You know the the early stuff especially was was punk rock. Obviously, you know you get into some some songs in the later seventies. Some of it sounding like disco and you know yeah. disco and new wave pop, I guess. But still, it's some of the songs are just incredible. Um, it was just a good time for rock and roll for sure. Just all of the different things going on. You know, punk and metal and just lots lots of cool stuff. Great music. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. It was, you know, again, I mean, sure, there's still great, great tunes, great songs, good bands coming out nowadays. But, uh, I mean, I still look back at some of that stuff, just how innovative it is or it was and uh, just the influence that it has on music today. Um, yeah. Very, very powerful stuff. And, uh, yeah, just just Debbie Harry certainly is is one of those people uh, who drove, one of the who drove the music back then. Yeah, definitely. Uh, some might say a trendsetter. Well, I think so. Yes. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, I saw an interview what she did with the, um, it was Blondie and uh, the lady from the distillers. What's her name? Uh, we uh, met Brody. Her yeah, Brody Doll. Brody, yep. They uh, did a pretty good interview. That's worth looking up. Uh, she interviewed her, which I thought was pretty cool. And they were oh, asking right some pretty good questions. Cool. Yeah, I'll uh, check that out. But... Um, yeah, that's that's it. That's that's what I got. Oh, while we're talking about music and stuff, we should promo that uh, we have Todd Kearns finally joining us uh, next week. Uh, we've been in, it's been in the works since we started talking about guests, so it's been a long time coming. Uh, he's obviously a busy man playing with Slash, you know, that hack of a guitar player. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna. I'm really looking forward to talking to him because I don't think I've I've met him a couple times. He came through C Fox a couple times. Of course, if you've seen him live with Slash and Age of Electric and Static and Stereo and all those kids. But uh, first time I've actually had a full-on interview with him. So I'm actually really stoked for that. So we're doing that next week. Um, of course, if you have any questions that you want us to ask, uh, hit us up, oldmanhealthclouds.com. And uh, we will do our best to ask them those questions. But I am looking forward to that chat next week. Um, and that's all I got. Do you have anything else you want to say? No, I think that's it. I'm looking forward to the, to the chat as well. I've been... Uh I saw Age of Electric many, many years ago when they were still doing the club scene. Well, um, the, the very earlier days. I think they were still called Electric at that time before they changed it oh, to shit. Age of Electric. I'll have to confirm that. Uh, that'll be one of my questions for Todd, actually. I'm going to. Oh, awesome. If I remember it correctly, I'm going to talk about one of the times I saw them back in Calgary and see if he remembers. Okay. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, should be a good chat. He'll realize how old we really are. <laughs> and um, <laughs> that pretty much does it for us this week. Uh, so you can find us uh, wherever you get your podcast from, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, and, of course, Google Podcasts. Black, Indigenous, and People of Color Lives Matter. Fuck cancer. Science is real. Get vaccinated. Don't be an ass. Continue to wear your mask. A woman's body is her own fucking business. And please take care of yourself. Be kind. And... That's all we can say about that, okay? Uh, if you like this podcast, make sure to hit the subscribe button on whatever platform it is you're listening on. If you didn't like this podcast, we'll try harder next week with Todd. Thank you for listening. Stay healthy. Stay safe. We will talk to you soon.
Thanks. Bye. So you just wasted between 15 minutes and two hours of your time? Was it worth it? Nope. But you have more time to kill, you say? Find out about everything you just listened to and more at oldmenwhoyellatclouds.com. 